0: Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go watch the big game.
1: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
2: The world's original podcast.
0: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. Speaking of people wearing stuff, did you, have you seen the Gronk commercial with uh, Lynch? Lynch is without any branding, but Gronk had a Patriots sweatshirt on. I found oh, that I interesting. Didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah,
3: okay. All the stuff I see, they don't have any shirts on at all. What was that? You're gonna nope. get
0: your Jeremy Tunzel.
3: <laughs> Laramie <tonsil.
0: laughs> What's that? But the 49ers are at UNLV And I guess they don't like the field The field is mm. soft Yeah They say it's too it's soft. soft A lot yeah. of
4: rain down there I don't know if you've been watching the news Oh, in the LA, weather's awful LA is like uh, there are mudslides It's and not it's in LA it's, it's in, in
3: Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. In The University of Nevada Where is that?
2: It's far It's like three hours away Okay
3: Nevada, Nevada. Yeah, well, they're in Las Vegas. Yeah, Mike, yeah. again, they're not in California.
0: Las Los. Los. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you it. were down the senior boat yeah. working mm. for
4: another company. Tell us
0: about <laughs> it. Yeah. Wow.
4: Full disclosure, I was a big Pillsbury doughboy guy as a kid. I think if you're a
0: kid, everybody wanted to poke him in the stomach, right? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Quadrifice the gray's anatomy. I mean, come on.
5: Oh.
1: This is Patriots Unfiltered.
5: Presented by Toyota's official website for deals. Buyatoyota.com. Patriots
0: Filter. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And uh, lots of Patriots news are filling out the staff. We'll go over all the latest developments there. We'll do our picks for the Super Bowl. Um, I've, I've, I think I've got a good take on what's going on. Oh. I, I have a good feel for this game. Oh, Junior. I'm excited. Yeah, you'll want to hear my pick.
3: i am got to be honest, I haven't really given it much thought. And my reasoning.
0: <laughs> and my reasoning. Yeah. So... Um, it's Deuce, it's Paul, it's Fred. Uh, Tamara's not here. I don't know where yeah. she is. Evan is sick. Yeah. Alex, I don't know. Vacation. Vacation. Yeah.
3: So it's the Florida. three of
0: us and Matt. It's so the three amigos. Yeah, but we'll... Ride. Uh, yeah. Three bulls, as someone three du- dubbed us. I wanted to Bowl take bowls. some shots
3: at Alex yesterday. It was uh, National Women and uh, Girls and Sports Day. Yeah. Uh, and she's tweeting about it, and I'm like, oh, so... It's your Day, so you just don't have to come to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that like wasn't something serious, you know. Like no, every time no, you do something yeah, like that, careful. it's like you know, yeah. someone's dressed up. Oh, you know, did you get the job? Oh no, I just came from a funeral. Well, know, that, well, that was
4: that was Chris Ferrer a couple of weeks ago. He came yeah. in the office all dressed up and was like, "Oh, Chris, you look nice. What are you doing? I got to go to a
3: wake." I'm yeah. go uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. So, so I figured before I you know, made a comment, do a Paulism and make myself look sillier than even normal. Yeah.
0: Um, So as of late, as late as this morning, Hmm. I was hearing names reportedly being signed to the Patriots. Deuce, do you have the latest list? You want to go over that just to kind of update with where we are? Yeah. And please note if something's not official. Did I miss one this morning? I I
4: need to write this down. Well, I don't know if anything is technically official yet. Right. Um, But the uh, but yeah, we yesterday we heard about Alonzo Highsmith who. Was with Elliot Wolf uh, there okay. in Green Bay had a great career. I had, I had that. Uh, in the NFL. Um, Scott Peters, offensive okay. line coach, was assistant offensive line coach under Bill Callahan. I had that
6: um,
4: one. in uh, in Cleveland, and uh, I think we got a, probably a new favorite in the clubhouse. If there was like a coaching fight off, like I think I'd probably go with this Scott Peters guy. He, this he played the the MMA guy. Oh, he yeah. looks he looks tough. He yeah. looks w- tough. What did you just call him? <laughs> MMI. MMA guy. Yeah, oh. MMA. Yeah, you know, okay. he said thing. I. Right. Well, we know what oh. I mean. Okay. <laughs> um, continuing to work down the list um so brian belichick this morning was was you know reported that he will be back i know mike reese speculated that that brian would be back along with with mike pellegrino cornerbacks i haven't seen an official or not well nothing official but no no direct report on pellegrino other than than mike reese um mentioning him, yep. um, and then I guess just uh, – I think those were the main ones. I don't know if I missed anybody. Was there one other
0: offensive guy? Uh,
4: um, I mean, T.C. McCartney. Oh, yeah, um, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. So he's a quarterback. He's going to be the quarterback's coach. He was the tight ends coach for the Browns. So uh, I think that kind of – We
3: talked about McAdoo on Tuesday. McAdoo. Uh, yeah, most of this – okay, so the one thing that I think may have been a little bit different yesterday is not anybody new, but the reports are now indicating – Definitively, what we've been talking about for two or three weeks now, Elliot Wolf has seemingly um, rested at the top of the personnel chain. So, if you want to call him general manager, and I know that they're very big on somehow they haven't had a general manager, Elliot Wolf is your general manager, according to Ian Rappaport. Um, And if you look at all the moves, uh, Fred. The vast majority of these coaching hires have at least touched Elliot Wolf in Green Bay and some cases in Cleveland or both. Yep. Highsmith. Um and Alex know, Van Pelt. Yeah, you know, Jerry Montgomery. Um you know, obviously the guys from Cleveland with Val- Van Pelt yeah. and McCartney. So these guys were in, uh you know when Wolf was in Cleveland, some of them were with Wolf in in Green Bay. That seems to be the direction that they're going.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. I mean I I, I, I like Hans Highsmith. I thought it was, you know, an interesting ad- addition just to get, you know, continue to round out the uh, the front office staff and to bring some new blood into there. Um, you know, I, I mean, just sticking with the defense. I mean, I like, what, I like the continuity that they're bringing back, and I like that they're bringing back Brian Belichick um, and Pellegrino because I think, you know, I didn't want a ton of turnover on the defensive side of the ball.
0: I, when you look at last year in, you know, who, let's face it, the talent, you know, especially once Gonzalez – you know, was out, and Jonathan Jones battling with injuries, you know, for some of the season, I think they did a pretty good job mixing and matching and sch- scheming it up and competing in games. You know, it wasn't a disaster, you know, back there.
4: No, no. I mean, and they, you know, they maintain their veteran, veterans in the front, you know, and it's just guys like Godshaw, Bentley, Guy, I mean, Wise, those guys aren't going to be, you know, they they were never going to be full the tents and go home kind of guys, but... You know, just in looking at, you know, free agency and all that that stuff, it's, um, you know, it's such a hard thing. And I heard Felger and Maz yesterday talking a little bit about 2021, where, you know, it's hard, you got a bunch of money to spend, but there aren't really those superstar kind of players that you ideally would want to spend that money on. They had to kind of go with, you know, Jonu Smith's of the world. Um, but, you know, just in terms of looking at, you know, some of the options at, at edge and on defense, like I know it's not a big need and everybody wants to talk offense and quarterback and rightly so, um, but I think that that's maybe an area... In free agency that they could maybe try to make a little bit of a splash and you know just take some of the weight off of judon you know not make him such this vital piece that he you know he's our only guy who can can really win off the edge one-on-one and, and let's face it he's you know 31 32 i mean the, the, those days are limited so
0: well it's you know it's interesting it's like almost a philosophy you could go at focus on building the offense for the future and building the defense for now.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and we, you know, we said it on the show last week, all the defensive line, basically everybody's up. And I mean, I, I'm saying right now, Christian Barmore would be my number one priority. No disrespect to Unwenu, Duggar, Uche, any of those guys, but I would I would make him the priority this offseason um, to lock him up and, you know, at least get one piece beyond this season. But, uh, you know, nobody really wants to talk about the defense or free agency. Everybody wants to talk about the offense. Well, and the yeah, draft. I mean, that's the, the biggest
0: gaping hole, but you do have to. You know, you can't let what you know, the defense slide. You have to at least be as good as you were last year, if not better. Yeah. You
4: know. Yeah. And I don't know. I I just I'm kind of to torn. I, huh? You have to be better. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of torn on the offensive side of the ball because, on one hand, you know we we lived through 2022 here with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. It's like I don't I don't know how I could look at any staff the same way I look at that staff where it just it was you know I, I get everybody's kind of underwhelmed by. Cast offs, guys who, you know, haven't really done it yet. Um and I think that's what we're kind of trying to work through right now. And it's you know, there's a lot of connections though. That's like the thing that I, I just you know, the, there there are some connections but to like, Shanahan. But there's connections I, to but I don't know what the yeah, West Coast offense. There's a lot of connections to a lot of different like things. Word, I don't know what it's exactly uh, gonna be. Unless look like.
0: unless you're like I don't know, I, I guess I unless you're pulling guys, you know, from a lower position and giving them, you know, uh, you know, a higher-ranking position here. Guys that are available are castoffs. They're guys who you know are available. Yeah. You know, so I think they've done a pretty good job identifying guys who look like they might be able to work together. You know, and get on the same
3: page. And you know, so well I, they got three guys that were on the same staff. Yeah. Van Pelt, Peters, and McCartney. But
0: and and as as well as having experience in various places you know it's not like they were only at one place and that's it you know so I like the you know varied experience bringing it all together yet also knowing each other you know you, you need that especially with you're just starting from scratch really with a new head coach yeah
3: you, you just want everybody to be on the same page at least for this season I like you it. know I like the way you guys talk about it because uh, I think it's so easy to say. Well, what are they doing? Like, what you know, what what does that guy do? What has he done? And let's face it, I can't tell you the kind of job that Will Lawing did last year. He was the Patriots' tight ends coach. I can't tell you that. You, you're trying to tell me that these people that are opining about Scott Peters know how the assistant offensive line coach in Cleveland did last year, right? Like, so anybody is telling you this is a great hire? Or anybody anybody's telling you this is a terrible hire is they don't know they're full of it you really don't yeah. know and other it, than like foot like inside football people that, yeah. that that's not what I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about media people like us yeah and we don't we don't right. know and all
4: we generally do is we look at their position group and you know were they you know and I think David Njoku is an example of a guy who had a really good year last year so that's yeah. a little bit of a you know a positive that's for, that's for Freddie's TC. Thing, you know
3: that's how Freddie cozied McCarty. up to the coaching staff yeah. way back in the day yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. and uh, and and I would just say. You know, I think there's a lot to light about a guy named like Scott Peters, who I mean, I think everybody is universally enamored of, of the job Bill Callahan does with offensive lines. And, you know, when you are starting over on the offensive line, it's it's all right, well this guy's trained under the best. I mean, I think I, I definitely have a lot of respect for what Cleveland's offensive line did. So, you know, it's just one hand, you, you kind of stomp and kick that you're underwhelmed, but at the same time, it's like, this is what happens. Like, when your team gets blown up, somebody's going to come. They're going to bring guys that they know. Yes. And, that, I mean, how many times have the Patriots done that? Oh, that's Patriots West. I mean, that's what happened to us that, right now. That, We're that, Green Bay, right. Cleveland West. When they leave here,
0: they take people with them. It's the same thing. It, it, there's a, it's just comfort level. At the same time, Elliot Wolf's not going to be bringing people that he knows of that stunk yeah. because now it's kind of it's, if this works out, Elliot Wolf is going to be – like, we're going to be
4: giving him his flowers, yeah. if, if you will. Well,
0: he could be the young a young GM right.
4: who is, you know, really – So mean, there's I, a lot at stake for him to get this right. Do you think there's a chance that there's some kind of promotion or something after the draft? Like, is this yes. all kind of in place and that after the draft, then we're going to kind of announce the power structure I, of, I, the, I think of so. the personnel I, department? I, yeah, I, that it, makes it, sense. It may
3: even be before that. But, yeah, I do think there will be a change. Um, the offensive line thing is the thing I like the best out of all of the things that they've done. And one of the reasons is something Fred said last week, you know, about looking for the offensive line coach. My fear was they weren't. And Fred was right. And I, that I feel the best about that. Yeah. Uh, Not you being right. You better, Paul, he'll kick Uh, your ass. But but (laughs) but like, (laughs) I, I just felt like all the guys that were under contract, like I do not like the other stuff on defense and we'll get to that later. But, um, I just felt like everybody that was under contract was going to be welcome back and it didn't matter you know, that the offensive line had no answers last year. Yeah. Okay. So I like the fed- this is no disrespect to Adrian Clem, but I, just, I do feel like there's benefit in, in getting someone from the outside. And the reason why I like this hire is what you guys just talked about. Worked under Bill Callahan, who was widely regarded as the best in the business. Yep. Okay. So you get a guy that, that tutored under him and lost all of their offensive linemen which is one of the real strengths of that Cleveland team. They all got hurt, and it didn't matter. They continued to play pretty well. Now, was it the same? No. no. There's a drop-off when you have backups in there. But it wasn't what the Patriots went through with their starters. Right. So I, I have some confidence, like Fred was right in, in saying that they were, they needed an offensive line coach. I like this guy's profile better than Andy Dickerson's. Mm-hmm. who supposedly they were they were interested in. And we know Andy from he spent some time here. Yep. yep. Um way back in the day. Uh this guy I like the fact that he worked under Callahan. So that's the thing I like the, the best out of this. They needed to find some new new blood. And and
0: when it comes to the modern athlete and wanting to know why, mm-hmm. these guys are going to be able to give them whys. They've got experience, you know, um where they're going to be able to Say, here's why I'm teaching you it this way. Here's why I want you to do this. You know, and they'll be able to back up with
3: experience. Like, you know, I had this guy, and he did it, and it worked. I do have one minor concern on Peters, because you know me. I can't just be happy. tube-jacked. I can't just be happy. No, why didn't Cleveland keep him? Yeah. That's that's my, you know, it's like (laughs) they lost their line coach. They had the assistant there. Why didn't they promote him? yeah. That's, like, you know, yeah. Well, listen, I, I think maybe, that, maybe right. we wooed him. maybe they maybe they wanted to keep yeah. it. I, and I, Elliott Wolf convinced them to come
0: here. I think there must be a certain amount of infighting over in Cleveland because, you know, with Deshaun Watson and all that stuff, right. there must be varying opinions about what we need to do. And, I'll, you know, some guys probably won and some guys probably lost.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think. You know, to Paul's point, the the pedigree thing. When you when you are rebuilding like this, like these are the kind of guys that you want to give opportunities to. And you know, we talked a lot about how you know maybe Bill had a soft spot for giving guy a chance. But you know, I just I think about Alex Van Pelt. He's been waiting for this opportunity, right? Like, I mean, this is like like this is it, it's it's ev- ev- evaded him. He's got a humongous chance, you know, opportunity guy in his 40s. But even a younger guy like Scott Peters, you know, this is. If you'd have to be so worried about, I mean, look, it's either going to work or it's not going to work and they'll be out. You know, so right. that I, I, I like at least how they're kind of beating the bushes, trying, you know, like we don't have Dante Skarniecki in here. You need to find another guy who's going to come in here. I and th- set. I think it's critical. For I
0: really it. think it's critical
4: because
0: I, I do believe that if you have a really well coached offensive line, you don't necessarily need everybody to be first round draft picks. If they're cohesive, if they communicate well, they're on the same page, their technique is well-coached, you don't have to – everybody doesn't have to be Tyron Smith,
4: Yeah, you know? But they just – I mean, I would say they have have such a need right now that it's like I just hope they're going to give Scott Peters a bunch of things to work with. You know, it's like it felt last year when we got out there, it's like they're already shorthanded. And then, you know, Trent Brown was in and out. Cole Strange got hurt like three minutes into putting pads on – you know, you instantly kind of felt that. That's the biggest thing. Is just how do you build up so that you at least have competition, even if, like you said, you don't have those super talented guys. But again, like, you know, quarterbacks, coach, offensive line—like, these are the top positions in the draft. These guys, you know, are going to get probably at least some kind of say in in who they like or what kind of guys they want to work with because those are the positions yeah. that they need so talent the, in. The
0: Wolf of Washington Street, that <laughs> hard at work. What was Washington Street? I didn't. That's get... the name for Route One. Oh, we we. Work on Washington Street. You didn't know that. <laughs> didn't that's know the name that, of the street that we work. Went on? right over. I thought it was Route One. No, it's it's Washington. wasn't a it Patriot Place. <laughs> it's what no. Washington. It is Washington Street. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So kind
3: of it's, a long way to Grandma's house, but I got it. I, I, I right. thought it was pretty I, direct. I got I got his. Uh, yeah. You go left on Washington Street. What Route One? No Washington Street. Yeah. Well,
0: that's every route really has a name. This is yeah. Washington Street. Yeah.
4: yeah all right. You yeah. Learn something every day. I live. Yeah. There.
3: You
0: live in Sharon. I Prov- didn't even know no. you live. It's Route like One,
3: Providence <laughs> Highway, too, something like that. Isn't Paul,
4: yeah. you're really going to confuse everybody. Yeah.
3: Is that not the Route One? I figured you you live in Sharon, <laughs> which
0: is like it abuts. Well, I never like look but at the it, it abuts it abuts the highway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> look at the road yeah, sign. So he. He's, so he's, we did get Mike and I did get a chance very briefly to meet. Yeah. Um, the newbies, uh, yeah. Alex Van Pelt and yeah, yeah. Jer- Jerry Springer. You guys sat down with them? Yeah. Uh, I did we not didn't sit down, down with them.
0: Well, you were in the room.
3: we were in the room. Yeah. We
4: listened, but uh but you know to um to your point, I think a lot of uh you know both the guys though, you know what's most important people, relationships. I mean, and look, it's coach speak I think, every, you know, everybody's going to say some version of that. Um but definitely Springer seems young Mike he's got that energy Mike huh Mike huh yeah yeah it's like <laughs> um but another guy who, you know, was an assistant and, you know, we can – Is that, is that like a requirement for special teams coach to be like out of your head? I, I, it, that's what I – I came out of it and I think it was kind of exactly what I was trying to, sell, to t- say to Paul. I'm like, you know, it's its the same kind of vibe that you used to get. I mean, I wasn't here for uh, what the old guy, Billy uh, – what's his name? Who was the old uh, special teams quarter? Scotty O. Sorry, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty o, Scott I don't know what he was like, but just from my experience with Cam Cord, who's just – like always seems like he's totally caffeinated and Yeah, we're gonna go out
7: there and we gotta you know no, talk funny. about it. Brad Seely and,
3: and Scott O'Brien were not like No them. no no. Neither one of them. It's the new well, remember well, the, the old cowboys when Joe Avisa viso. Avazzano. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean he <laughs> was wild on the sideline.
3: <laughs> I love Fred.
4: <laughs> Special type. You gotta you gotta bring the energy and uh but no, they you know, they're both guys, like I said, getting a chance and I mean it's an opportunity for them to to try to do it. I'm I'm just interested in, you know, as I kinda Dug into these guys. I think did Ashok send you that TC McCartney story? That's TC McCartney, the quarterbacks coach, got just an absolute crazy story. I, I won't go into it now, but that but is you, wild. But you can yeah. Google it. Um, just like his I mean, it's a pretty
3: common story. Like, I, I, Paul Paul knew huge. it already. I started to I, and it no and one, one sent it, like, it to Mom. me because yeah. you know I, I work downstairs now, so <laughs> I'm on the pay no mind list. But um, that was huge in the early in the early nineties when Colorado was at the top of the college football chain. They won a national title. Around that time, that was a huge story. Yeah, yeah. Well, tr- Salanese was a big deal.
4: Yeah, that's, so that's uh, that's his dad. He's <laughs> so crazy, um, but you know, just getting to know these guys, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see They're a lot of young guys, and and, and this is it. So, um, you know, he he spent some time though. TC did w- under Shanahan, so you know, it's just there's a lot of little, well, and, roots going to different kind and, of and, West Coast offense, and and I, and and I like that Mayo
0: is not afraid to hire people who have a lot more experience than he does you know now that's not saying much because he doesn't have a lot of coaching experience but Is you hire
3: in these people well but i, I got su- the wolf of washington street I, doing no, all this no, but
0: i but i'm sure World that Run. he has input right you know and i'm not <laughs> you, it's you know to be a leader you need to hire people who will tell you what to do you know you want to hire people who are smarter than you in a lot of areas you know if, if you're afraid to do that then you can't lead,
4: Yeah, you know? I mean, it's one of the biggest questions we had going into this season was, you know, what kind of input is Gerard Mayo going to have on offense? What kind of visions does he have? Is he going to want to just kind of set it and forget it? And, and, you know, there was a time, I think, when we thought he would just kind of be like Josh, you know, hire Josh McDaniels and be like, go do something with it. You know, I. it's a great question. I mean, I think it's one of the ones that that needs to probably be asked to Gerard whenever he, he's up again is just, you know, what is your involvement with the offense like? You know, what's kind of your – you know, your vision. What's your mandate to those coaches? At the very least score he must score points. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> score points. Okay, how you do it.
0: <laughs> score points. Period. That's
4: all I care about. Um, but you know, what what what's he looking for? What kind of you know, are there players already on the roster that he kinda gravitates towards or away from maybe? Um, but I know that there's been a lot of discussion just about Cleveland, their run game. It was something that Alex Van Pelt brought up in the interview, so you know, Paul brought it up right after the interview. He said, you got one running back on the wa- roster right now who's who's right. banged up. Right. He's coming off a major injury. So, you know, that's another position, too, as I've been, you know, doing the draft stuff. It's like running back's a priority. Well, well, running right. back's a priority. It is. Um, everything's a priority on offense. But
0: I was listening to Catch-22 a little bit with Alex and Evan, and they were talking about, you know, the, the draft and quarterbacks. and You know, which quarterback is going to be best suited for the Patriots offense? We don't have an offense yet. <laughs> Okay, so how about what offense is going to be best suited for the quarterback? Yeah, you know, instead of the other way around.
3: Yeah, like, I think that they're, they're they're assuming that they're going to run something along the lines of what they would have had Pelt. Well, is, I think that I think that that's a
0: dangerous in. assumption. I think I you,
3: don't.
4: I think you you tailor uh, around your personnel. You don't
3: well,
0: force feed
4: it. I mean, you know, not to. It was probably you know, it's a little bit more coach speak, but they did ask him that in the interview, not to give everything away. But it was, it was that tailoring, tailoring it to your players. And, yeah.
3: You know, if you try to just yeah. put players I mean, into your scheme, you it have, how but it you work. have a system. Like you can't just change your system. You can tailor it. Like the only way you would do that is if you had like a Lamar Jackson type that's just not, like a conventional NFL quarterback. You, yes, you would be stupid to just say, no, we want you to run the Tom Brady offense. We don't ever want you to run the ball. Like, <laughs> right. No, you have to tailor it to the skills. But I, I would think <laughs> that you have a system that – and I think it will be similar to that sort of Shanahan-Kubiak kind of run. Wide zone, wide zone, you know, white zone Under center, action. like yeah. like Evan talked about last week. Under center, heavy play action, half yeah. boots. Taking shots down the field, but yeah. run dominant offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to run. That's what Van Peltz has, you know, done for four years. And and if that's true, it's running
4: backs. I mean, how, how are they going to do it with just a banged up Ramondre Stevenson? Like, they need at least nah, a. I don't, a, know, I don't a, worry about running a, You'll, you'll backs, just get please. some guys. Who's the best running back in up. the draft? Sign
0: this <laughs> year. Give me a napkin. I'll sign a guy. <laughs> who's, who's the best running back in the draft this year?
4: Oh, um,. Don't look at me. No, I, 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 mean, I just started dipping into that. There's a, uh, you know, it's as usual though. There, I don't think there's not that Bijan Robinson type this year. There's a lot of like, what's your kind of your flavor in the mid rounds? Okay. Um, you know, there are there there's are a couple. no Barkley. You know? No, no, nobody. I mean, nobody. I mean, that may, I mean, let's face it, they're not. You know, they shouldn't be considering that anyway. But I just, I wonder if it's well, you say if that. it's <laughs> worth free agent too. I mean, you know, go to free agency to to, to I mean, because you you know, you get these guys coming off their first contract. Yeah. A lot of these guys are going to shake loose. So you know it's just it's just a numbers game right now you got one guy like i mean if you're going to base your whole offense on running the ball you got to have at least a couple that, that are actually Neckler. nfl players love that if you could stay healthy siren
3: austin eckler sure to be yep. a more well rounded you know yep. uh run pass option than yep. than stevenson even though stevenson's got a lot of production as a receiver i don't look at him in in that regard like like eckler or kamara you know those kinds of those kinds of dynamic backs out of the backfield but you're going to need some depth at running back, obviously. Uh, you know, does Kevin Harris get a shot, too? Yeah. With the, the shot that we all, I think, Mike, you and I at least thought last year he deserved. Yeah. You know, and they went the Zeke route, and that was fine. Zeke was fine. Could like he, he come back? Yeah. You know, I would I would hope not. I would hope you would use your resources in a better way. Oh, but, but, I mean, he didn't cost that much, did he? Do you have to pay that for a backup running back? Um, like, three or four mil? Like, can't you just get that on Kevin Harris's salary? Uh, but...
0: I don't see why 3 or $4 million should preclude him from being a it backup, backup pre- running back. It doesn't back.
3: preclude you, but it might preclude you from signing something else for 3 or $4 million. Uh, That's uh, what I would worry about. Yeah, I mean, cap space, ball over here. <laughs> no, Not cap space. No. Again, I don't know how many times this needs to be explained to you. <laughs> the cap space they have, I think they have like the eighth or ninth most cap space in football. Yeah. Maybe even higher than that. Yeah. Well, I don't think cap space is an issue. Yeah. Money is. Money yeah. is an issue for everybody. Don't let anybody fool you on that. Jerry Jones' money is an issue for. There's a reason he doesn't pay coaches anything, because money counts.
4: I would just be very careful about extending on players 30 plus years old. And yeah. that's my know, point. Like, can Kevin Harris give right, you a reasonable right. like we're re- you know and facsimile and, to what and the, and Zeke the, did? The bigger piece of it too, which is kind of a little bit of an epiphany that I've had, and, and we we were talking about it uh, yesterday. It's like these quarterbacks in the draft and everything. Like, if it doesn't put you on a trajectory to challenge Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Patrick and, and Joe Burrow, that three guys Then I don't want it. I'm going to pull it tomorrow. I don't want it. You know, like that uh, I, I'm over it like that's that like everything <laughs> should be through that. So it's like, you know, when we get into the Kirk cousins of it all, does that put you on a trajectory to beat Josh Allen, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes? Right. Oh, I
3: left out Jared Goff, by know. the way, on my list on oh. Tuesday. I thought about that later. Well, that's <laughs> that's the goal.
4: Right. Know? Well, and, but yeah. you know,
3: and that's like kind of the overriding
4: philosophy of like, does like, overextending yourself to sign a thirty one year old running back at you know, maybe yeah, it's it's affordable, but to Paul's point, wouldn't it be better just to try Kevin Harris? And if it doesn't work then,
3: and maybe you know. he couldn't. Maybe if Kevin Harris played all the time, maybe the ball security issues that we saw a little bit as a rookie, and even training camp last year at times I thought. Yeah. Um, maybe those would be a problem. Maybe that's all it was. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's why they went out and they felt like they needed to get Zeke. Who again? I thought did a fine job. I thought he, I thought he was fine as a, as a secondary back. Um, I don't know if Kevin Harris could chase down someone after an interception, as an example. But see, I'm saying, uh-huh. yeah, I'm saying
0: effort. I'm saying Kevin, Kevin Harris is on the team. Zeke's uh-huh. on the team, and then you bring in a free agent who might no, be better than both of them. And if Karen, ha- if Kevin Harris, if Kevin Harris can beat out them, fine. But or how you, many do you, you need? need? A stable. You need like five, at least five or six running backs on your roster. Oh,
3: no, you don't. Yes, you
0: do. Oh, yes, no, you, you do, Paul. How many times have we said They've on this th- show?
3: They had what are they two do? last year. I know, but that wasn't good. And how many games did you say, geez, I wish they had another many, running back? Today? How many
0: times on this show have we said, what are they going to do with five running backs? And they end up using all of them. Yeah. Yeah, when we, they we get s- hurt, you just go and get right. up somebody you, else to replace you them. That's a, all. You need a stable of running backs. You don't want six running backs on your roster. They don't all have to be really good, but. You need those no. guys.
4: I, I mean, I like Paul, you know, the Eckler kind of thing. Like, you know, to get some quality and, you know, I don't need six. I just need somebody Four. at least to, to go with Ramondre and a rookie that, you know, Four is guys. fourth, fifth round, somewhere in there. Somebody that you okay. can get some carries Four to Four
0: guys, develop. including okay. Harrison Zeke. Yeah.
3: Why does it have to include Zeke? Because he's already here. Why does here. it have to have a be a 30 th- – how old is he? I don't know. Why does he have to have a 30-something-year-old he, he, he guy? Might he's your backup, old.
0: but you have maybe two other guys you bring in that – are better right now,
3: you know. I'm, I'm just saying. He's why not? And I'm not listening. This is not a Kevin. I'm married he's to good Kevin. He's for Harris. clicks too. Whenever you put he him is, on social media. Oh, okay. He now is. I get
4: it. Yeah, see, he's. I mean, he's only 29. You now, know? I, I mean, get it. but it, I still so kind of feel. So, so the a 30 year old
3: running back. Like yeah. why? Like I just don't understand why you have to have a 30 year old backup running. You don't back. have to have it. But like, if why he's not? still playing at a high level, like like you know, like Derrick Henry or something, then all right, roll the dice. To me, if it's four million, why not? I am because you can use that in so much better ways. I could running I back.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd rather put it to somebody else. I, I don't know. I, I if they brought back Elliot I'd be fine with it. But I don't really. I'm not really going to. But the when table
0: you say I'd rather put it to someone else, like what an, is like it? An Eckler, kind What of guy. is it?
4: Like that money, you know? If, what, if I'm going to do it for a running back, a I, want me, I want that. I want a dynamic like, guy who's going right, to gonna right, make plays, can, not a guy on the backslate. To me, you can get him too. Yeah. Huh. Well, how much you want to invest in running back?
3: This is my point. You, said you're you don't be need, a run heavy team. You don't need six guys. No. If you're a run heavy no. team, you better have some running backs. You need a couple. I mean, Cleveland was a run heavy team last year. They lost the star. Yes. And they were fine. Now, they, were they a, a Super Bowl threat? No. They weren't. They had too many injuries to be a Super Bowl threat. Sure. But they filled it in with Kareem Hunt. That guy Off the uh, street, yeah. What's the, what's the other guy's name? Ford? I think, or... I forget. Yeah. And then old friend, Pierre Strong. Okay. Pete, yeah. Who played, like, one game. One game. Like, you you don't need six running backs. You could just have, like, your practice squad guys fill, in. you have 16 practice squad spots now. (laughs) Put a guy on the... You have a running back or two on your practice squad, and when that game comes up that Eckler is hurt, he's got the high ankle sprain, because he does get hurt a lot. He sure does. You move a guy up from the practice squad. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Like, it just... It doesn't have to be a position that requires a lot of financial resources. I don't consider that a lot of financial resources, but, you know,
0: frugal Paul over here all of a sudden.
3: I would rather have a $4 million, $5 million receiver as my third or fourth receiver than running back. Yeah, like I I might be able to make a play or two with him. Maybe someone like Kendrick Bourne years ago Mm -hmm. who was okay in San Francisco but was looking for a bigger role maybe you could find someone like that only better than Kendrick Bourne you know and all of a sudden he's looking to make the next step and you can get him for say 6 or $7 million well listen if i have to of, choose if
0: i if you're saying i can't have Zeke if i have this wide receiver then okay yeah.
3: see you later Zeke but and i'm not
0: i don't think that's the case and
3: it's and, and i'm like mike like if if they if they sign Ezekiel Elliott. I'm not going to sit there and say, "Well, there goes that season." No, like no, because it's a running back and it's irrelevant. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to pout because they signed a running back. It's not going to be the difference between winning or losing. But it just,
4: it just feels like the kind of move that is for this year and not really an eye to the future. And you know, it's like it's fine, but I'd prefer to be thinking about trying to plug guys in who are going to be here long term and get them experience and. Building towards building, right. beating. It's Josh along Allen, the lines of Patrick Mahomes at all. The
3: amount of talk that we continue to hear about: go get Kirk Cousins, go get Baker Mayfield. And I just don't understand why you would want to do that. Same kind of thing I, with this. I, at some point, just embrace the fact that you're rebuilding, yeah. and try to rebuild.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, if you don't get a quarterback in the draft early in the draft, and you need somebody to come in and play, you can do that with a Jacoby Brissett. Or somebody. I mean, even Garoppolo isn't going to cost you $40 million now.
4: I'm with lockstep. I'm lockstep with you on this, Paul. You know, like, I really am.
3: Just rip the band aid off and accept the fact that we need two or three draft classes stacked together yep. with good decisions on the Barmores of the world and the Gonzalez's of the world, the good decisions to, to retain the young talent that they have with the hopes of. Getting better next year, and then getting better a little bit more than the, in twenty-five. That's what, that you know. And I'm not telling you you shouldn't have any aspirations to win games next year. Like no one goes into a year and says we're not going to win any games this year. Like you get get better, yeah. Get younger and get more talented should be the the number one goal. 100%. And I don't think Ezekiel Elliott and Kirk Cousins do that for you. Yeah. You might win more games, but then in twenty-five you're back to square one. Because those guys are not
4: big part of your future. Put that one on Paul Talk. That one that one should be noted. It's a good, good Paul rant. I like that one. Paul's TikTok star. They were doing some work it's, yesterday. He's Paul's on TikTok. <laughs> you see the look on his face? <laughs> <laughs> had to do a couple takes. But uh, you had to dance, right? Is that what it was? It was a TikTok dance that you were I calling. did not dance. Oh.
3: And I didn't have to do that many takes, either. I don't know what Sarah was telling you up there.
4: So, so it was like pulling
3: teeth now. <laughs> it was definitely pulling teeth. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> But um, as <laughs> predicted, my son kind of thinks he might have to transfer now.
0: Oh. 855 PATS 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Anything else before we open it up to the listeners? We are going to get to our Super pick. Bowl pick at the end of this, the show. Yeah, we don't really
4: have to hurry for
3: that. No. Though, well,
0: really. A you know, I have some things to, to say. Just thoughts. Got yeah.
3: things. He's
4: got
0: meetings. Yeah. So I I'm with
3: Freddie on offensive line. Like I yeah. think the offensive line coach was needed, and I like the profile. I like the guy who worked under one of the very best. Yeah. I like the idea of that. And I don't know if he can coach at all. I, don't, I have no idea if he's any good. I just like the fact that he tutored under Bill Callahan. Yeah. I really like that's that. That's all. That's that all element.
4: you can get. When you said you you didn't like something on the defensive,
3: I don't like bringing back the Belichick guys. Guys yeah, that Brian are, and Paul Grino. Yeah, the guys that are beholden to Bill. I I, I worry about. Back and forth with Bill, I I don't I don't like it. No, I don't like it. He's not coaching, so,
0: but you know, yeah. there's no intel there's no to secrets. really like worry about. But it's fine. It's
3: not intel that I'm worried about. It's what oh, would you do it that way, Dad? Yeah, no, oh, hmm. hey, me neither. It didn't seem right to me
0: either.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I'm worried. about. I know, about but of.
0: Gerard's a Belichick guy too, in terms of who we he learned was. under yeah. for defense. He was. I mean, a lot of what he learned. From Bill, I'm sure he's going to use. I mean,
3: based on reports last year, it didn't really seem like those two were copastetic. But that's not because of defensive philosophy. You know? Do you understand what I'm saying, Mike? At all? I, I no, I. Because you can. No, I mean, I'm I not do. asking no, if you I agree do. with no, me. No, I do. But that because you I, don't have to agree. No, I, with don't, me. I don't. I but, don't really But that has you, nothing but, to do with coaching yeah. the defense. I'm talking about just in general. I know yeah. what you're talking I, about. Can I be blunt? We had an introductory press conference where we couldn't seem to stop blaming everything on Bill uh, Belichick. I you know, think that's just going to stop when they're coaching the team and no one's I listening? I but that has nothing. And then you got two guys that were that are in the league for one reason and one reason only, and that's Bill Belichick. And they're going to be hearing this negative stuff yeah. about Bill Belichick. Yeah. Wow, well, I, I, and I hope that's that, my that's and, my concern. And. and,
0: and if, if Gerard Mayo is smart, he will put an end to that.
3: Uh, but he wasn't smart enough to not okay. do it at the press conference. But, but, so I don't have any confidence whatsoever that yeah. that's not going to happen smart. He will, when they're in the building. He
0: will put an end to that. And in terms of coaching the defense, I think Mayo is going to use a lot of what he learned from Bill Belichick. So I, I think that that part of it will be okay. But I, I hear what you're saying,
4: yeah. and that's, that can't happen. I know. Well, I think, you know, I think Brian probably realizes he's the only one of them left in the NFL right now. And, you know, this is for as much as it's like go somewhere else and, you know, like he's not going somewhere else, but it is a chance for him to, you know, under a different system with different coaches playing under DeMarcus Covington. Now, I'm sure there'll be some tweaks to the system. I like Brian. I like Pellegrino. I think they've done both. I mean, I hear what Paul's saying. See, To me,
3: Pellegrino is just like Belichick, just like Brian Belichick. Like, I don't worry about Covington. Mm -hmm. Covington came into the league, whatever Co- you know. Covington cut his teeth yeah. under Bill, 2. I think that's a fine hire. I'm mm-hmm. not as worried about that. Pellegrino is a lacrosse coach, friends with the Belichick's. Yeah. Like, there's a difference.
4: Yeah, but he's done a good job and he's been around for a while. And I mean, he, you know, you get some credit for developing Gonzalez last year out of the gate and letting him get in there. And you know, I think of all the position groups that they've had, I think you can point to you know the secondary for having good coaching. And, they, and, they've been well. And that well, might they've be a factor. Maybe Gonzalez likes Pellegrino.
0: You know, and it's like, yeah, keep him. They have a good relationship. He's coached him well. You know, I hope for, you guys are right. You know, yeah, I hope you guys I hope are I'm right. right too. I, I, I'm concerned about <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned about
0: it. All right, eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket hutline. Let's get to the phones, uh, which are stacked up. Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, Patty.
7: Ho- hopefully, my phone's a little bit better today.
0: I know, really. Uh,
7: I just wanted to make a point on it. Oh, on
4: it's not. Season. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Okay. not What's not next? good. What's Call back.
0: back. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Call back. Uh, let's go to Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Here he is. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing let's
7: today? Let's go. Good. What's up, right? up, Eldred? What's up? Yeah, uh, I was hoping, hoping Evan would be there. Ah, What's going on? He's sick. I'll sick. to you a little bit, but, but Mike. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't forget you, man. Come on, let's I was go.
4: Mention some. I know. But 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 this girl uh, walked by, and, oh. you know,
7: with, with a gym stuff on. <laughs> so I can hardly think. There was <laughs> I,
4: I forgive you now. for that, Eldred. Yeah, I forgive <laughs> you.
3: I did not have that in Eldred Bingo. <laughs> I didn't have it. Did you Did you honk your horn at her a little bit?
7: <laughs> no, I was looking at. Her. I couldn't honk. I was, uh, I was just boy. Like the right, I don't think she need to work out no more. Anyway, <laughs> getting back <laughs> She's done. Getting back. Uh yeah, well uh, uh North Carolina gave uh Evan a rude awakening about Drake May. Yeah. But uh he, he kinda scoffed us a little bit. But what I wanna tell Evan was I said, Evan, we ain't knocking you for one somebody like that. But see, we see him every weekend. One thing we do, we watch, you know, college and all that and his case at his feet. he's not that much accurate. I don't know how how he got second. He'll be the second best quarterback in the, in in the draft. The if I was Penny, you know, which guy, I'd be mad. on the word about that. Because he haven't won that. He ever did that much, you know. And he has played from the shotgun, doing all this uh, stuff un, underneath. But his accuracy, just throws, is not good down the field or whatever. And him and Penny ran about the same thing. That Penny did from the shotgun and underneath. He did it from the shotgun. Well, Penny did from the shotgun, but he did from underneath too let play action pass and taking a deep shot. Penny's a whole lot better than he is, you know. But uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let it go. Two stories. Uh, last year before the draft, went to Whiskey Tavern, a bar. And we had a little little drink to dinner by pick. So when, when the Panthers picked Bryce Young, I said, wrong pick. Should have got Stroud. Everybody said, everybody boots. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> nine months later.
0: This is the, the Alex Van Pelt of the <laughs> trucking business. And, 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 and no, 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 it's got the, got the Ben Mac <laughs> oh, Ben
7: girl. No, i No, but I did say that. Some of the people still there, they, they paid for my dinner,
0: $80 dinner. To wow. Him.
7: You're right. Okay. $80 dinner.
0: Yeah. All right. Have a good one, man. All right.
7: Uh, we'll see you next next week. And say, yeah, you will. Thanks, All right, Elvin. Man, later. Thanks, All right. man.
0: Uh, Sam in St. Catharines writes in, Paul arguing that he wants Eckler over Zeke because Zeke is too old when Eckler is a couple months older than Zeke is peak Paul.
3: But he's better. <laughs> well, but he's... That's a talent difference, not an age uh, difference. Okay,
0: all right, all right.
3: And, and um, I like Eckler better than Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not signing Eckler because I want a backup running back. Uh, Matt
0: in Carlsbad.
3: Paul, why why do you strongly hold the
0: opinion of fans who want a specific player but not a seemingly... Huge price tag. Your stance has been: if you like the player, why do you, as a fan, care about what the price tag is? However, today you keep. What are we talking? You think about? keeping Zeke yeah. is a bad idea because of his price tag? Please yeah. explain the difference. He doesn't like the player. He just doesn't like the player. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not the
3: like what I mean. This is not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like Eckler can be a, like a. He can be a front line, starting running back. And by the way, he's like an MVP guy. If I'm going to be completely levels. honest. I'm not really interested in signing Eckler either. I'm saying if you're going to sign a running back, a veteran running back, get a good one. Paul would have the first team that has no running back.
0: No, they no would all be, they
3: would all be young guys on rookie contracts. Everybody some. talks about the quarterback needs to be on the rookie deal. That's the secret sauce. The running back on the on the rookie deal is where you make your yeah. money productive running backs and then you let them go and then get another guy because you could just draft one in the third or fourth round. Every year, there's guys that are productive. Right?
4: It, no, 100%. It makes me wonder what they might do with Stevenson after this now, year. Don't be rounding yeah. me up yeah. over there. No, I, no, see ya. No, I see you. No, I No, that's the roundup like you uh, get them in, go, you, you draft them, no. you play them, you get them out. That's what it is, right? Like at the running back. you just rolling yes, like, right through them. Like.
3: Uh, I understand Fred that you need to have running backs and you need to run the ball a little bit. I'm not telling you that I just want to throw the ball 60 times every game. I don't want to do that. I don't, honestly. I just don't think that you need to have, like, the best running back possible all the time. There are a few exceptions. I would take Christian McCaffrey on my team. Absolutely. Oh, that's. that's I just mentioned Austin Eckler. Wow. Austin Eckler. Paul I, would I, take Christian I, I w- McCaffrey. Would, wow. You know, the, the last four or five years of Austin Eckler, I would absolutely like to have on my team. Um. I, I like Gibbs. I, Alvin Kamara. I like Jameer yeah. Alvin Gibbs. Kamara. Terrific career. I'm no longer interested now, Yeah. but terrific, productive player. Absolutely. I don't need to draft Jameer Gibbs at 12. I don't need that. No. I mean,
4: I'm with you. And I think that's like... We spend so much time talking about this stuff, and then it's like you actually have to prioritize. Like you can't just say, "I want the best that," "I want the best tackle," "I want the best." Like you kind of, you know, there has to be a
0: philosophy to. There has to be a middle class, Mike. There has to be. There has
4: to be, be. and it has to be strong. Strong middle class.
3: Yep. Uh, Also, has to be someone visiting your house on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Lucas is
0: in North Attleboro. What's up, Lucas?
1: Hey guys, I'm just wondering, with all this talk about the draft, uh, why don't we take the third pick that we have? Whether it's Jim Daniels or Drake May or something. And while we draft one of their receivers that they played with in college, one of them's gone, right? And the draft.
4: Yeah, well. So why don't we trade up, basically? You know?
0: You so get like. Trade up with what? One of the receivers.
4: Well, you're not going to get neighbors. So we take the third round pick and. Yeah, we trade we down. Get Tez Walker from UNC. And mm. then we trade up with like another second and a third and a player or something.
0: Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of ways to do it. Thanks for the call, Lucas. I
4: I mean I don't know. I mean it's it's hard to Walker yeah. didn't have a great week at the senior bowl. I I mean I'm I mean, not, you're not gonna get neighbors and, and, and Jaden and Daniels yeah, together. Like <laughs> as much I mean that sounds I, nice. The
3: idea of, you know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase is great in Jalen Waddell, you know, and, you know, and all that stuff, but those guys are gonna go high in the draft. So in this case, neighbors is Jaden Daniels' teammate you You can't trade up to get Malik neighbors if you take Daniels at three. You don't have anything to trade up with you I no mean way. unless you're like forfeiting next year, no way. and I don't think people want to do that right right now. and I, I don't know, are you guys big on that like the college teammate thing uh, not, I, I don't really. think I don't think it hurts. But, I uh, don't think – no, it certainly doesn't yeah, hurt. Yeah, but not I don't so much they, for the connection that to each other, deal.
4: more just the connection to which school and, you know, well, they played at Alabama. But it's not that they played together. It's that they played at Alabama and the SEC. And, right. You know, like, like, those kind I, like
3: of real quick, off the top of your head, who was North Carolina's top receiver? I mean, Walker, wasn't it? Tess you, Walker. you want him? Not really. Yeah. Like, uh, yep, Malik Neighbors, sign me up. Yeah. I, I, would, I would absolutely take him. He's a really good player. You know, but – I don't have any problem if I get Drake May and <laughs> Roma Dunze. Yeah. And I don't need Penix to go with Adunze <laughs> because they played together. Yeah, yeah. Jake's at State Farm. What's up, Jake?
5: Hey you guys, how you doing?
0: All right. Hey Jake.
5: So long time first time here. Um first off just wanna thank you for making the work days a lot easier. and listening since I think twenty eleven. Wow. Uh I miss the Fred, Paul and Andy Days. But you guys are still going strong. Boo. Anyways,
3: I know you guys got to the, the so
5: so hurry, but it um, seems like you guys have just been flooded with draft talks. So I wanted to throw something different at you, a little off-season fun. I'm building an all-time team for the Pats. Sometimes I do it for Madden games, sometimes just do it on paper for fun. But my question to you guys is, who would you put for the starting three at linebackers? And then who would you pick for the three starting running backs? because those are the two positions I seem to struggle with the most, and I'll take it off air.
0: Patriots all-time team, or is this, this is Patriots, right? Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. Tippett, obviously,
0: is number one for linebacker. Yeah. Um,
3: the three best linebackers in Patriots history?
0: I mean, Hightower, Tippett.
3: I mean, is, do you consider McGinnis the linebacker or an end? I think if you're only going three, you've got to consider him an end. Hmm. But if you're going four, then McGinnis was probably one of the outside guys. Yeah. Um, Drew? I mean,
0: yeah, I mean.
3: Steve Nelson. I mean, Steve Vrabel?
0: <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, and it depends, like, the. And not to sound all Evan on you. It depends on what you're playing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Are we 3
4: 4, 4 3? Yeah. yeah. Odd or even front. Yeah. Um, running back, though, I like Corey Dillon's got to be near the top.
3: Oh, Curtis Martin.
4: Martin,
3: yeah, Curtis Corey Martin, Corey Dillon, and uh, what do you say? Three? Yeah, Corey cool. Dillon had one year. I'm, yeah. a, I'm out on Dillon. It was a good year. It was a great year. <laughs> Best yeah. year in Patriots history. But, running back. But guys. I think
0: Curtis Martin. Um, you know, you look back at the year where they broke the NFL record for rushing, but it was a committee. Yeah. It wasn't like
3: one guy. Yeah, who Cunningham was, would uh, would deserve yeah. some consideration. But Sam Bam. But Martin would be my pick. Yeah. Even though it was only three years. Yeah. But Dylan did not, like, literally fell off a cliff. Oh, I remember watching him try to run in 06. Was ouch. Um,
4: Falk now? Yeah, Kevin Falk. I mean, yeah. Patriots specific. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would put him up, <clears throat> excuse me, as, like, you know, all-time running backs in the league. Oh, but, like, no. in terms of what he meant to the Patriots and what he provided for them is he long the best, term. Is so he the
3: best third down back they've had?
4: I think so. I think so. I mean, yeah. Vereen short, Woodhead short. Short time, I mean. Um, James White maybe but I just Ron Burton
3: Yeah it's a good I think the, the Running the uh, third down Back is a good argument because I think that you could make an argument That Kevin Falk would have been Much more productive if He played when Vereen and White did Sure You're right. yeah. You know yeah. when yeah. they accentuated that a lot More yeah. Yeah. Um, Falk, uh, Falk is probably the y- answer y-
0: You can't argue with James White's productivity Especially in the big moments. Oh. I mean, he was always there for it. Yeah, but so was Falk, though, I right? I love Jimmy White.
4: I, I mean, I'd lean Falk on that one. I think just, I think bigger body of work longevity. And, and, you know, just. He's the like, longevity to, guy. But to me, it, I don't know.
0: you know, and I know they both played, you know, in the eye or whatever and as a traditional running back, but they're almost like different positions than Corey Dillon was. Oh, yeah, that's White, why we Curtis. call them, that's how they're calling him. Yeah. that's yeah. why we're doing it
3: this, yeah. this way. <laughs> don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're calling him third down. That's the whole point. Know, but, <laughs> like said, but
0: But the caller said <laughs> running looks, back. You he know? looks at you and he's like, you know, "That's <laughs> why." Like, I mean, I know they're different. No, back I'm like
3: that's why we broke it up into two but, different things. But the
0: caller didn't, so we're getting away from what his <laughs> yeah, question well, well,
3: was. Well, my yeah. my answer to his question was Curtis Martin. Yeah, yeah, my answer. Yeah. yeah.
4: Paul always brings it back to the scheme. You know, it was like four, three, three, four. It's like, you know, what running back role was it?
3: Mike knows. I can't get enough of the X's and O's, bro. (laughs) You get to break it down. Bro, if you don't know X's and O's, there's no sense Uh, even watching the game. You
4: had to fill in for Evan. You're doing a great job. Making us sound smart. I would kill myself. (laughs) 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 uh, Let's get back to the phones.
0: Um, Go to Chris with a -A T-I-A-N. What's up, Christian?
5: Hey, guys. Uh, Fred, you definitely don't need five running backs anymore.
3: Six. Uh, you it, want six.
5: It, it, you don't. Know, like, I, especially on this team. Like, I don't care if they're going to run the ball. At most, you need three. Um, I just, I, just, just not the NFL anymore. Like, I take, like, I'm with Paul. I take Christian McCaffrey and a hot but anybody else, like, that's one thing Bill was was right on about, recycling the running backs. Like, that. He was he was totally right about that. Just just changing them in and out every year. Um, I, I but, and that's fine. I, a, but
0: I'm not saying that. Like I'm just saying that. Why not Zeke?
3: You know, as a backup. I,
0: I, and I told that's you, all I'm saying. But
3: I, I I told you that I I agree with you and Mike. Yeah. If they re-sign Zeke, I'm not gonna. It, it's not gonna bother me. I just think that they would. I would rather somebody else. But yeah. it's not gonna kill me. I know it's not. You know, it's not gonna bug when me. When I was a
0: kid. Running backs were the top of the draft.
3: Yeah, I know, and, and Fred. I know
0: that's changed. That's not happening anymore. You know, I, but, I mean, I know, even I if it. you
3: go to like 2001, the running back was the the focal point of the offense. Like, it's just a different game. I, I understand that. I understand that.
5: I um, I wanted to get your thoughts, and I joined the show late, about like a half hour. But did you guys talk about the Lombardi interview at all on Pelgrim?
3: We have not talked about that. We
5: didn't get on get into that oh. last show.
3: Yeah, it was a good.
0: It was a good interview. It was an uh, utter embarrassment. I, I think. I think Mike caught him in a, in a lot of like, you know, contradictions. You think? Yeah. Which Mike yeah. caught? Which Mike? Felger, Felger caught Lombardi in <laughs> yeah. a lot of contradictions.
3: Felger. You know, like when Lombardi yeah. says. Well, you know they're last in the league in cash spending. Well, you know, like so let's 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 look into that. You know, like why do you think do you think that was? A, well, I don't know. I was, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the building. Like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you are the insider and Felger's the yeah. moron who doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about because he's not inside the building like you are. But then when you're asked to explain yourself, you, you too are not inside the building. Yeah, eh, got it. Yeah, there it's a was nice a lot trick. Of, there was yeah. a lot of right. fact checking going on afterwards. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't
5: think much of Lombardi before that interview, and I think even less of him now. (laughs) Well, just the way he came. That's why we get along, bro.
0: The the problem with Lombardi (laughs) is he's not bad. Like I read his book; it was a good book. You were the one. But he, you know, he has to admit when it comes to the subject of Bill Belichick, I'm biased. I'm not gonna. I'm not objective.
3: Basically, his his whole goal on that interview was to let everybody know. Here are the three or four reasons why they stunk. They were really good. Bill did a really good job. But the quarterback let him down. They don't spend any money. And he wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do.
5: Yeah, That's the bottom line. The teacher twice to Wise crow too. Like, we, you know, we're we're we you know we, uh, our
3: record says right. comes
5: to the effect of, you know, but we weren't a bad football team. No, you were 4-13. Right.
3: You were a bad football team. Well, that's team. the other I'm thing. Sorry. Like, you know, his big thing was like Felger's going with, Bill's track record without Brady and Lombardi jumps ugly on him. It's a lazy narrative. Yeah. But meanwhile, he just got finished saying that was a really good team last year that got let down by its quarterback. They lost a lot of close games. Well, if you weren't offering a lazy narrative, you'd know that most of those close games the Patriots scored last in to make it close, yeah. and they didn't really have a lot of close games. And it wasn't just about poor quarterback play. You know. And then he goes off, and I don't know if you heard. So there was a lot of like little. Subtle, subtle jabs. He rips Mac Jones left and right and basically drops that on Robert Kraft's lap. And then he goes, and then they, re- what are you going to do? You replaced him with someone who was even worse. Oh, okay. So now you're saddled with two bad quarterbacks. It wasn't just one. Like, somehow Cleveland was able to find ways to win games with four different quarterbacks. Who built last the team? Year. I mean, that was part of his job. No, but Lombardi wasn't having it. it in, in, no, In true yeah. fashion, you know what it reminded me of, Fred, when you used to argue with Andy, yeah, and you would have Andy, and Andy would lash out from the corner, just throwing haymakers and saying <laughs> the same stupid thing over and over again, hyperbolic, <clears throat> right? That's what Lombardi kept doing. <laughs> oh, I mean, you must believe. You, I mean, you must have been on the sixth floor at Daily Plaza. Like, you must believe Oswald acted along. I mean, why would Bill Belichick give a rat's ass about what Mike Flegler thinks? Like. When you're beating an argument, you just keep repeating stupid stuff that has nothing to do with the argument over and over and over And and that that was
0: kind of—I'm surprised Felger didn't jump ugly on him. I can't
3: believe he didn't. Because we all know that they do listen to what these people say, and they do care. Imagine saying to Felger, like, you can think what you want of Felger. I know that you make fun of me in my shows. Do you imagine saying to Mike Felger, you've never been able to talk to Bill Belichick? Right.
0: Right. Like, talk about lazy narrative. Yeah.
3: Like, Mike Felger probably had as close a relationship with Bill as anybody on that beat at any time in that 25 years. Closer than any of us. Way closer than us. I was never on the I boat. I didn't even have a relationship. <laughs> were you ever on the boat? No. The six rings? Were you ever invited to Nantucket boat? House? Nope. I-, I can tell you Felger was. I, I know. Wow. I know.
4: He's trying to butter him up. So. All right, guys. Uh, absolutely, Mike. Absolutely. You know, the, the the thing with the Bill narrative, too, though, right now that's just hard for me is, like, and, you know, all that stuff, like, that we talked about for the last four years. And it's just, like, I, but, like, just the state of the offense right now. It's, like, how did Bill Belichick let this team get to this point? And even if he was still here, how do you, how do you salvage it? I and mean, we're talking it's multiple years. He's been on the – I mean, what happened to the reset year in 2020? I mean, we're four years later. Oh, like,
3: oh that was a great year of coaching. He went 7-9 right. with, with a guy Kim who, who can not throw the ball. Who, picked the, who wanted well, to have
4: a guy who can't throw the ball see, on the and team? and that's where I agree. Well, with actually, it was, kind of, it was kind of a good coaching. It but was that not wasn't a good,
0: was his, not good coaching. But that wasn't yet. all of his job. You know, that was only part of his job. He did not do a good no, job coaching. I,
4: I think the, for, that first week against Miami when they kind of sprung it on him, you know, and, and all right, well, that was good because it was a little different, but, you know, and then it flamed out. And, I
0: know, but Cam Newton was god-awful. Ugh.
3: You know? This he's, t- be- he's better than Mac Jones.
0: Uh, I'm not even sure of that, Paul, at he, this point. He was. I would say.
3: Uh, yeah. He was. But um, Last year, not yeah, 21. Yeah. 21, mm-hmm. Mac Jones was a lot better than anything Cam Newton did. But the other part, like what Fred said, I can't believe Felger, you know, didn't respond. Like, that's the kind of stuff. Like, all Felger said, well, who's responsible for putting the team together? You know, it was Bill. And then I would have gone a step further if I were Felger. I'm like, the reason why they're so lacking on offense is because Bill doesn't believe in it. And this yeah. is the, the same style of play that he's tried to use for 25 years that is not really working anymore without Brady. It's not a lazy narrative to say that they had 11 different seasons without Brady and never won a playoff game, or one playoff win. Sorry.
4: Do you think any part of it with Felger as a very experienced radio person was when you have somebody on the ropes like that let and him just kind of let him go? And and I, do and think,
3: don't, I do think yeah. that's what he did. Um, and I know Tony and Murray got a lot of crit- – now, I would not have done what Tony did. You guys know me well, well enough. There's no way I could have sat that out, (laughs) right? There's no way I would have sat that out. But I think Tony looked at it that way. Like, this guy's making a fool of himself. Mike is doing fine. I'm going to sit out.
0: Yeah, and and you don't want to, like, he is a guest
3: on your show. You don't want to, like, team up on it. I think that was part of it, too. Yeah. This whole thing, like, I don't know what I was coming on for. You came on looking for a fight. Lombardi went there looking for a fight. You think so? Oh, the whole thing about... The fake Patrick Pass account that he retweeted?
4: Oh, I don't know what that is. It was about
3: Fel- – there's a fake Patrick Pass account. Yeah. Even I know this. Oh, my Jesus. I don't do social media. You don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, maybe on TikTok. I'll, I'll teach you <laughs> I, how to I'm do it. On, I'm um, only on uh, I'll my teach you the. I'll teach you the ins and outs of, of TikTok. Um, but there's a fake Patrick Pass account that said that, you know, basically Felger was able to convince the Crafts to, to move on from Belichick. Oh, Felger. Felger Felger was able to convince the Okay, And Michael Lombardi quote tweeted and said, preach. In Uh, other words, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. He spelled preach wrong too. E-E. E-E. Yeah. So in fairness, I don't, I believe Mike thought it was real too. It was really Patrick Pass too. Like neither one of them knew it was a fake account.
0: But still knowing, thinking that it was real makes that, Tweet or that response by Lombardi. Right. That's right, but telling by, but, that he's but, yeah. That well, he's that's up what on I'm him. saying. He came right. in
3: looking for a fight. Yeah. you can't then pretend. Is it Flegler? Right,
0: right. Uh, know, yeah. Like
3: that's like it's like John Dennis, like yeah. Rosillo, right, right, right. Like I'm, I'm you're, so above you, I don't know your name. You're exposing uh, yeah. yourself yeah, as yeah. a fraud.
0: Right. All right. Uh, as you see, Paul's foods here. Fred's uh, pizzas here. So um, yeah. We <laughs> will take a break. Lots of emails. Lots of calls coming in. Picks live read. Oh, thank you, Matt. Um, Bridgestone, official tire of the New England Patriots, is proud to partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. I can tell you firsthand, those Bridgestone run-flat tires, they're good. Good. Get you out of a jam. All right. Take a break. We'll be right
5: back. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like My Plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. As I think back over the past few seasons, I wanted to thank my most trusted game day teammate, Tostitos. As I recall the last minute grocery runs and late night dishwashing, the salty defeats and spicy victories, I realized it was all thanks to my teammate, Tostitos. It was always you, Tostitos. Team up with Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the New England Patriots.
2: back with the PU Halftime Show. Matisse is letting me host today. And why is this? Because this is actually going to be my last Halftime Show because I accepted a job with PWHL Boston so I will be Moving on from the New England Patriots, but I get to host today's episode, so I'm super excited about that. A gift
8: for all you do. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs)
2: you. Yeah, you're like, great, I don't have to do it today. Um, But as always, we're going to get started with some trivia, and with the Super Bowl coming up, I figured might as well have some Super Bowl-themed trivia. So first question, what was the average ticket price for the first ever Super Bowl? Tell you what, it was certainly not what it is now. Um, <laughs> all right, Super Bowl twenty-seven. Okay, so by defeating the Bills fifty-two to seventeen, which coach became the first person to win a national championship and a Super Bowl title? I have no idea. Then, looking at Super Bowl thirty-three, which Hall of Fame quarterback rode off into the sunset after winning MVP honors and the Super Bowl that year? So. A little bit of history lesson Some good for ones you, there. yeah. Found them on uh, CBS.com. There so, we go. But we have a Super Bowl coming up this weekend: the San Francisco Forty ers and the Kansas City Chiefs for Super Bowl Fifty-Eight. Fest. This is it. No, well, <laughs> maybe. Um, it's been rumored to be the Super Bowl that nobody wanted, um, but it is a rematch of the one from 2020. Um, how are you feeling? Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs for a second. How how do they get here? How do they get to the I, Super Bowl?
8: I I don't know. I don't think they're that good. <laughs> like the defense, it's the defense. Spagnuolo is an unreal defensive coordinator. He stuffed us twice in the Super Bowl, or maybe yeah. one one of the two. I forget. Um, so really defense. I mean, the the wide receivers for the Chiefs just haven't been all yeah. that. But. Yeah. That's 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 how you kind of prove greatness as a quarterback, which Mahomes has done, which is you elevate yeah. the players around you. Yeah, And he's done that. I mean, they hit on Rashi Rice. And even Tony, when he catches the ball, he's good. When he, when
2: he catches, but yeah. When he doesn't,
8: he's doing what he's doing. But, yeah, I think just solid, good enough offense and elite defense.
2: Yeah. No, I think um, Patrick Mahomes recently came out and said, like, sometimes you just have to lean on the fact that your defense is outplaying the offense and lean into what you have. And it's gotten him this far. I mean, and shoot. like It,
8: it doesn't help when, when Kelsey decides to be a football player during oh, the playoffs. Yeah. He, he had a bit of a lull there, and now yeah. he's been going off.
2: Yeah, and I think he was quoted saying that he wants this Super Bowl more than anyone that he's played in before. So he's fired up. He's ready to go. Of course, there's all the Taylor Swift. Is she going to be there? How is she going to be there? Talk. We, we did
8: some prop bets for the last one. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think – We'll certainly see how that plays out. But, I mean, on the 49ers side, they were 12-5 and on the season, won the NFC West, they're first in the NFC. Like, they've been dominant all season, I think, with Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. They've they've really just hit their stride. Their roster is beyond stacked. Like, I I talked a lot about um, just, like, the playmakers that are on this team, on my own podcast, Playmakers Perspective. Check it out. Um, but you've got Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, like, on offense. And then their defense is also playing lights out. You've got Nick Bosa, Chris Young, Fred Warner. Like, I just think all around this is, on paper, a more talented team. It's just going to be if they decide to show up.
8: It's, it's It all comes down to Purdy. The games they lost yeah. is Purdy being bad. And he did almost everything in his power to lose yeah. that game against the Lions. It takes some yeah. luck sometimes. And, you know, if he gets that out of his system and just plays within himself yeah. and just gets the balls to his Avengers, yeah, <laughs> he will, like, they, there's no, like, they. pretty much my thought is they can't go down. If they go down by two scores, oh, it's yeah. going to be very hard for them to come back yeah. because, I mean, the Chiefs held the Ravens to what? How many, however many points it was. Like, yeah.
2: I, I think it's crazy because all playoffs the 49ers have had to come back which yeah. is something that they couldn't really do all season and then figured it out in the offseason or in the postseason obviously but I agree if they're down two scores to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs like I don't know how you come back you're gonna
8: that. you're gonna get the nitpicky calls against like for yep. Mahomes like it's all gonna happen so you just like you kind of I don't want to say play a perfect game but you, you can't turn the ball over
2: yeah who do you who do you think's gonna come out on top
8: Ah. Uh. I don't know if I'm doing want or think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's two I, different I, answers, maybe. Because, you know, I don't. I think the Chiefs' defense is too good for it to be, like, too high-scoring a game. I'm going to go, like, 21-17 uh, 49ers. Fair. I think they. I think Shanahan finally gets it done. Yeah. I don't know who MVP will be. It'll go to whoever the quarterback is, but it might yeah. be, like, you know, like 51. Like, Tom Brady was the MVP, but James White
2: yeah. did, he, did
8: all the dirty work.
2: But I feel like... It would be tough for the NFL if, like the 49ers win, to not give it to Mister Irrelevant. I feel like you it have has to, to have yeah. like that's the storyline. If you're a Super Bowl champ, like you, and you're Mister Irrelevant, I feel like you have to. It just, it's just funny because,
8: it. like you know, Purdy's gonna end up being like twenty five for like thirty five, yeah. But somehow it's gonna be like a hundred and ninety yards. Yeah, Somebody like that. But like, and then McCaffrey's gonna have three touchdowns. Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> I, I hope McCaffrey has an absolutely unreal game. I also think the 49ers are gonna find a way to win. I I think it's gonna be a little bit more high scoring because I do think the Chiefs defense is eventually gonna wear out just a little bit. So I'm thinking more 27-21 49ers get a last second score to really kind of seal the deal. But I don't know. It's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be an exciting halftime performance. we got Usher. Usher, Usher so Usher. I'm excited about that. Um, it's certainly going to be good. And I think, like, it's crazy because as decorated and as amazing as Kyle Shanahan is, like, he hasn't won a Super no, Bowl. No, he's got so to get it done. He's got to get it done. He's technically 0-2 in the Super Bowl, you know, 0-1 as a head coach, and then he was also the OC for the I, Falcons. So we know how that turned out. I am
8: – my the main thing I want, honestly, what I want is a high-scoring classic game that oh, I don't, yeah. that I don't need to be worried about and not have a dog in the fight. Yeah. But I, the past two Super Bowls in my mind have been ruined by the refs.
2: Fair. And yeah. I mean,
8: we had like the Bengals Rams. They didn't call a flag the whole game. They yeah. called on the last drive, and then yeah. They just ruined the game last year with that nitpicky call. So yeah. Just there have been ref issues all year, and there I just don't been. want them to ruin a great game.
2: Yeah, and you know what? That's I think that's what everyone. Is hoping for. I, I know nobody really wanted this Super Bowl matchup, but I think it's going to be high scoring. I hope it's really best team wins, but we'll just have to see what happens. And thank you for letting me host today. Is the last one. I'll probably try to call in. Yeah, and thank the you for for win.
8: helping get this this little show off the ground. Absolutely. or we're gonna miss you. Yeah. But all right, we want to want to wrap it up.
2: It's been fun. It's been real. Let's get back to pictures and filters.
8: When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx, and with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only.
1: And now, great
4: moments in history. They had she had one where she was talking smack about Drew Bledsoe. I'll send that to you. What? <laughs> oh, oh, now
3: it's on. Now it's, <laughs> what? Now, now it's on.
4: Now it's
8: on. It just got new like,
4: now whoa, it's, now that it's definitely from? a thing.
3: <laughs> no, but all I saw, I mean, I saw, like, yeah. M- Megan had, like, a yeah. hundred different clips of her just screaming. No. No. But they had just won. Like, no. what is she supposed to do? Ugh. Not Posted. Go to the library? <laughs> the
0: face. <laughs> yeah. oh. the face. Wow. Now it's her face. Oh, like, just yeah. Freud I just want mm. her to leave. I'm yeah. sorry, what was that word? Yeah. Shade She's the fried. girlfriend. Not the wife. How's it
5: say? Schadenfreude.
0: I was
3: going to say, he went over two. He said it two different ways. Neither one of them was correct
4: shot and
3: All right. What? All right.
4: <laughs> That's another great
0: moment from Hey, are you counting down to the big game? Revamp your rec room for an epic watch party with sofas, recliners, entertainment centers, and coffee tables from Bob's. Visit any Bob's location to score big on storage-filled seating for your remotes, beverages, and game day snacks. At everyday low prices, that will make you say, Oh, my Bob! Make every Sunday a Super Sunday with Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots. All right. Oh, my Bob. Oh, my. Oh, my, bo- oh oh my Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob. You're going
4: to have to do that if you're uh, in your uh, studio in the Bob's Discount Studio Furniture. They're going to make you, oh, my Bob, a little bit. I don't bit. do
3: any reads. No? No.
4: Like, maybe you just, like, when the Patriots score in the preseason, you could do, oh, my Bob, you know, something like that, little you know, Malik synergy.
3: Cunningham
4: how dare you? Well Sorry. you could do things like, oh, this is so comfortable, this chair. You know, just like a little where
0: can I put all my stuff? Yeah. Ah, oh, here's oh. a remote thing. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. If I was actually sitting, I might be able to oh, do that. Oh my <laughs> Bob. All right, eight five five past five hundred is the ace ticket hotline web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Let's go to Scott and Wellesley, shall we? let Scott. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Hey Scott. I have two
1: questions for you guys. Number
0: one
4: and LA Wolf
1: like you know, it seems like he's the guy who's running things now. I was wondering why there's no clarification on that. And are you guys concerned? I mean, he's been employed during these bad drafts. Are we supposed to assume that Elliot Wolf had all these great ideas, and other scouts had all these great ideas, and Bill just overruled them, and everything was Bill's fault? Yes, we're supposed yeah.
0: to assume that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I
1: mean, are you guys aware, like, of, you know, anything that? Uh, picks, maybe the Elliot might have made it, or <laughs> no.
4: the uh, offensive,
0: this offensive direction
1: that he may go in? No. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, that's a, good, it's a no, good question. No, it was. It's pa- a great
4: question. Doing, I don't have any Paul was answers. doing a great bit before the show. It was just like, Christian Barber, mine. Cole Strange, <laughs> that was Bill, that was Bill, that was Bill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, Demario Douglas, mine. Mine, Demario <laughs> Douglas was mine. And like Sleeper. <laughs> sleeper. Right. Right. Then Nikhil, not mine, not mine. No, I, that's it's a, a great question. I mean, I think that's. Uh, well, it,
1: seems, it just seems yeah. like it seems like you know the guy's been here for a little while. You think you have, an, yeah. you think people. If he was, in fact, let's just say he didn't want to pick Nikhil Harry, or Cole yep. Strange, or yep. Jawan Williams, or whoever. You know, all these guys.
7: Yep. Yeah. You, no.
1: Somehow you you'd know about that, and so I'm curious if you just had any thoughts on that. And the other question. Well, we didn't to, hear anything before you go
0: on. Before you go yeah. on from this particular subject. We don't hear any specifics, but we have heard of Bill overruling his scouts. Yep, we have heard that. Mm-hmm. But Nikhil Harry's the one that. Yeah, but nothing is off specific. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Scott.
1: The other question I have for you guys is about Matt Jones. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone's doing their Lombardi impression. You know, I realize he has flaws. I realize he's not very good. Uh, but he, nobody was set up for failure more than this guy for all the reasons that you guys know. Do you think there's any chance he could go somewhere else and be kind of like a Jim Plunkett part two where he basically leaves the Patriots? Not really that strong in arms, but maybe he goes around, gets some weapons, and he could be a useful quarterback in the NFL?
4: Um I, I would say my useful would be would top out at like a backup that maybe would come in and, and play some games for. Him. I don't really see him ever being a, a long term star. Yeah,
3: I mean, I think he could be useful for a bad team as the starter, but I don't think he could be Jim Plunkett.
4: Yeah.
0: See, and then, you know, again, part of his issue isn't just the yeah. tangible, physical stuff. It I was agree, the Fred. Leadership qualities. That And that's part of yeah. the whole
3: thing. Yeah. I, I do think he had a lot of things stacked against him. And I think he handled them all extremely poorly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Scott. Appreciate the call. There are
3: very few perfect scenarios. Like San Francisco, right? They have the great roster around the quarterback, whoever the quarterback is. Now, the problem is it's considered this quarterback-proof system that Shanahan is pretty tough to play for in uh, this easy quarterback system. So even that where they have a lot of talent and supposedly the reads are straightforward and they make it easy for the quarterback and a lot of average quarterbacks have looked better than average yeah. you know under that system but he's tough to play for so even in a good situation like that there's th- th- there are flaws too
0: yeah uh, we had some trivia at halftime
3: did we <coughs> yeah uh um, let's go okay
0: uh, me and you what was the Not average ticket
3: outside tommy
0: what was the average ticket price for the first ever
4: Super Bowl. Oh boy, uh, Deuce. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, eighteen
3: dollars. Paul, I'm gonna say fifty dollars. Twelve. Wow. wow. Twelve dollars. Mike. Circle gets well, the square. Unless it was Jeopardy
4: rules then. Or, uh, and then. Uh, no,
3: you <laughs> were no, wait, not wait, wait, Jeopardy. What? And I hear like price the average right. price right. right
0: now right. is like six grand, seven grand. Oh boy. I wish I had done it. But for face value, yeah. The
3: average price is seven grand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I think. I think They're New Orleans oh one. I want to say my ticket was two fifty.
4: Yeah. Because yeah. of nine eleven, was that anything to do with it? I don't think no. so.
0: Yeah, I, I remember. I think Houston, mine was twelve hundred bucks.
3: Well, you and then you ended up getting. You know, you remember? You, se- you guys had to separation? buy your own tickets. No, no, no. <laughs> don't be don't be silly.
4: <laughs> you got Super Bowl rings. You?
3: Um, Make you buy your ticket, but you get a ticket, and the price of the ticket is on. Oh, it tells you. Yeah. That. Now we did get uh, a complimentary. I think we got two. Fred and I.
0: Wow. Well, we did because we were working. If you just got flown right. down by, you the got press, one for you, got you one, and one ticket. But yeah. we we got one
4: for ourselves, right? Right.
3: One for yourself, and you and I. Right. Got one for ourselves and one for whoever we wanted
4: right but you weren't in the press box you had to use so we shoes. know so we didn't need it we yeah. never needed it so that, we that gave us two uh, that gave us you. two I got right. you.
0: It'd Be a tough choice um, Super Bowl 27 uh, by defeating the Bills 52 to 17 which coach became the first person to win a national championship and a Super Bowl title I'll give you the first crack Mike uh, no, wait, I know I, the answer to. This. I
4: just lost it <laughs> I, I lost track of it can I can you repeat the question um,
0: Super Bowl 27. Yeah. They, uh, Bills lost 52 to 17. Uh, which coach became the first person to win a national championship and a Super
4: Bowl title? It's not Dan Reeves, is
3: it? How about them Cowboys? Oh, oh Johnson. Jimmy Johnson.
4: With, uh, with the U. Right, I got you. And that's funny. As I was thinking of Barry Switzer, too. But, but. Super Bowl Ironically, 33. Dan
3: Reeves didn't win a title with anybody.
0: Super Bowl College 33. Oh, right? Oh, shit. Uh, Super 33? F- 33. Which Hall of Fame quarterback rode off into the sunset after winning MVP yeah. honors in his team's 34 19 win? John Elway, right? Yeah. yeah. John Elway.
3: I just like to be fair. It's a theme.
0: Yeah. Super Bowl trivia. It's uh, appropriate because it's Super Bowl week. Can't wait. What are your plans? You got any uh, big Super Bowl plans?
4: Low no? key. I'll just make some food and eat it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. with who? My family. Oh, yeah. Now, we're not doing a party or anything. No.
3: Me. Paul, you got big big plans not huge, uh, definitely benefiting from the fact that will's at college, yeah, so I don't have to have will and twenty eight of his closest friends, yeah, like I oh. have typically The Ebbas coming over um and his birthday now that they had the week the week difference, it used to be his birthday party and Super Bowl party, but now there's a week difference, so it's no longer coincides with that before someone says, what well, it's not his birthday anymore
4: what 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 are you gonna food up what do you got
3: um uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do. Uh, Beth has this idea. She's going to do like a little uh, nacho bar. I love nachos. Like, I'm where just you can, but nachos. but you can kind of make your own. Oh, so you have all the stuff there, and you can go through and sort of put together whatever you want. And
4: I'd like like a nacho dip with like a cream cheese base. I like buffalo chicken. Some dip. So, that too, but that's got cream cheese in. It. Like you got oh, to yeah. cream oh, cheese oh, involved in yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. like a, it's one of the it's one of the major. Food so, groups, we'll, so we'll
3: have we'll have that. We'll have like calzones. We'll have like a bunch of app. Kind of things. Where are my apps? You yeah, know me. I love like my apps. apps. Uh, but we'll have uh, probably ravioli and like chicken tenders. See, that's
4: what it's all about.
3: It's about the food. I don't know. watch yeah. the game. And some drinks. But we'll have we'll have a good amount of family uh, okay. on both sides. I think uh, my my parents are coming. <laughs> good so that's, big uh, that's party. Good. That's great. Uh, not not that big. I don't think TJ's got the the Rolodex that Will did. <laughs> so it probably only be about ten of TJ's. He's friends. probably got a
4: lift too. I mean, he's you know like it used to get to the point where it, swole.
3: like everybody was downstairs and like all the quote unquote adults would be upstairs but I would get stuck downstairs and like sitting on the floor at my own house the disrespect uh, would you yell at the kids Paul no M- make fun of them oh yeah
4: Yeah. <laughs> he's just yelling at the refs like during the
3: game yeah. <laughs> That's what he's, how could you call that <laughs> I try not to do that. <laughs> I try not to be my normal self watching a game because, like, my in law you know, my mother in laws. Will day, is kind of like, like rolling his eyes. <laughs> right, right. Oh, there he goes again. It's yeah. like Will. Your dad's no, Will. Really what Will does up. is the opposite. He he wants to see if he can get me to do egg, egg that. it on. I don't know, Dad. <laughs> I liked like, it. It was a good like, call, <laughs> Dad. Like Marcus Smart's pretty good today, huh? You know, like <laughs> and it gives one you of those, the Felger yeah, smile.
0: <laughs> one of those things. Uh, Nick's in New Jersey. What's up, Nick?
5: Hey. 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 hey! So I just had a quick one for you guys with uh, March 13th coming up around the corner here for the next season. I uh, just wanted to know a couple names that you're that you're looking for the Patriots to re-sign, and then also some free agents. So maybe like three and three free agents to bring in, and uh, some new guys to re-sign. Okay.
0: Yeah. Re-sign. I don't. It's not really a re-sign, but I want a, an extension of. In a redo of Christian
4: Barmore. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that. I would like. Uh, I'd like to retain Hunter Henry. I think that's you know. There's just there's nothing out there really for tight ends on the market. Maybe Dalton Schultz. You could you could talk me into swapping Hunter Henry for Dalton Schultz maybe, but there's just nothing. Like I mean, you need a body there. You need an NFL starter. He's one of the only ones. Even in the draft, it's really hard to. What do you, you know, want to pay, um, Henry? as little as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's going to cost a lot. (laughs) Mr. Henry says he disagrees with you. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's, but you know, look, it's, it's the kind of thing where you'd love to, you know, maybe, I mean, there's just not not a way to see getting an impact tight end in the draft right away. So just what are you going to do? You know, and uh, another thing I noted too, was, uh, you know, Farrell Brown had some experience in Cleveland. So these coaching staff is, uh, great has some familiarity with him. It's just, you know, general, you need some bodies there at the position. Um, I'm, I'm probably alone on this. I could I could take it or leave it with him. When you dug, I was there, just going to say, what about on when you? I'm take it or leave it with him. Because like
3: if it, I would I would resign on when. Yeah, because I'd if, if, be fine. Let's just say you
0: you get a tackle, you know, not necessarily Joe Wall, but you get a good tackle in the second round or something like that. Having on when there too is you know now you've you know if but, Andrews plays again you're gonna you've got but the, that's
3: only if he wants to play
0: tackle, right? On when you yeah. And, and, and I think you could do better Why? than Why? You don't think you could get a right tackle later in the draft or something no, like no, that?
3: No, no, I'm saying if, you, if you're retaining Awenu to play tackle while you have the rookie play the other side, yeah. that's great if, as long as Awenu wants to play tackle. He kind of has said he doesn't. So he you did would, it because he had you to. You wouldn't want to sign him if he wants to play guard? Uh, I'm not as uh, I, just,
4: I, I, I just think that's where he's best like I want him to play I, at his best position I would re resi- I would
3: resign him I said that at the beginning like the one guy yeah. you know out of all of them you know I, I think Duggar you could make an argument for and and a when you. those two those are the only two that I'm really interested in um but I would be more interested in O'Wennew playing guard than tackle cuz I don't really think he wants to play tackle and uh, I don't think he's a great tackle great. I think nice. he's a, I think he's a good guy so, so you wow. resign
0: him at guard money
3: Okay but I would re- like if Again, I would resign them, because I think that they need to have yeah. s- at some point they need to draft guys and then resign them. Yeah. Like, and they haven't done that consistently in a long time. What so about I you? would resign them. but like, if they lose them, Fred, I mean, there's a, like a kind of an old-school patriot philosophy of, "I just drafted four guys in the last two years, that for interior one. offensive line. Like, yeah. I can get by with some combination of strange, uh, so, mafia. Jake Andrews, you know, and David Andrews, That's I have where five I am. guys to play three spots. That's
4: where I am. That's where I am. I just, I think you could do better at right tackle than Michael Wenyu, and you know, it's you've, you, you. I, I mean, I don't know exactly what they think of City, but he played, he looked okay, and I'm fine with, you know, and, and we it keeps drawing the comparisons, like don't let these guys get away. Like, I think I'm, Michael Wenyu is fine, but like, I just think you need to recalibrate mm. things a little bit. I, I don't know. I just. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's the best you can do at tackle. I think you get and in trouble by, by falling in love with
3: offensive linemen. I really yeah. do. I think people that, you know...
4: Put that money uh, towards his tackle. Um, you know, just some other names that I've kind of jotted down. A couple other running backs just to throw out there, Paul, because um, I did have Eckler down on my little short list. But Tony Pollard, Denvin Singletary, DeAndre Swift were a few. Um you know, Calvin Ridley, I think they should take a shot at him. Curtis he, Samuels, a lesser a free option Free agents. Yeah. Free agents that just Calvin Ridley is
3: a uh, guy I would go after. That's a big that's a big ticket item.
4: Big fish. Um Jonathan Greenard from Houston. I, I liked him coming out of the draft. And yep. I just think you need you need an edge. You need some kind of front seven presence that, that you bring in. Um Yeah, they're getting a little long in the tooth. For sure, yeah. for sure. Um and then just on the back end with like Duggar, you know, do they say, Look, we wanna go a little bit more of the free safety route we don't want to have three strong safeties that we're playing we want to keep peppers in there he's under contract he's only I think like six months older than Duggar so you're kind of talking about the same guy but you know a few guys Xavier McKinney Jordan Fuller uh Cameron Curl Jeremy Chin Jeremy Chin more of a strong safety type but just a few free, free safety types so that hey let's get some range and some speed on the back end to complement peppers we're not going to be you know as crazy with the strong tight end strong safety Peppers. compliment peppers my guy you know um Anybody else? How about tackles?
3: Um it's thin. I know it's not a good class. No,
4: I had I had Jonah Williams on there. I know a lot of people have kind of you know considering him, but he's another one that, you know, was a left tackle, couldn't really play there. They moved him to right tackle. Um but you know, I think that's a better investment than than you know saying yeah, just, him when you were going to pan. Just draft him. Penix. Jeff, <laughs> right. Um and and I would I would consider Kenny Moore too just as a slot guy, um, you know a little bit older. Not don't love it, but I just I think the slot position, unless you bring Miles Bryant back and you know like McConkey, uh, McConkey. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> well, about defense. Corner, corner. I know you She's like going to play cornerback offense, too. But oh, he probably could. But Kenny Moore, good little you know slot player, just <sighs> as a you know compliment to Jonathan Jones. Or or you know are you still in love with Jonathan Jones moving into the slot on third down and then you just get another. Outside guy to, to kind of compliment him and like at Gonzalez. Paul,
3: he's talking about defense. <laughs> well, I mean, he's talking about he's talking about Kenny Moore well, and you're I, like McConkie. Well, I just I just look like Confusing no. the listeners. Well, I don't want I, I don't want our well, listeners being confused because
0: I looked up from the emails and I heard slot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and he just McConkie. He McConkie did. Uh,
0: L from w- uh, Wisconsin. It must be really nice to be Fred and have full faith that everything they do is the right
3: thing. Well, uh, I, I, I want right. to defend you. A little yeah, bit. I don't think you've been like that.
4: Right. I don't. I mean. I just think there's a baseline of we're we're starting over, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Like like, you can look at it any way you want to look at it.
0: Like I choose to go in with hope. I mean, you know, like oh, these guys are no good because they're not all Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry, you know, there's only one of him, and he's not available, and so we've got to do what we can do.
4: I realize part of the thing with Ben McAdoo that that just kind of rubs me the wrong way is he looks way too much like the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, and like I okay. just I can't unsee that every time I look at him, yeah. it looks like I a, don't know why any guy would have a mustache, Mister Rooney. I
0: don't, what is the thing with mustaches, Rooney? <laughs> you know, <laughs> ladies like him, <them>, Fred. <laughs> ladies like mustaches. It's a flavor saver, and, and I you know, I I kind of know the joke there, what's behind that, but I'm not going to say it. Um, let's see. Tim writes in, love the show. Uh, With all of these Packer guys now on our staff, do you think Devontae Adams could be in play this (laughs) offseason? I wouldn't be surprised if we see some former Packers on the team next year. No, I I mean, he's not available, is he?
3: Who? Devontae Adams from the Raiders. No, he just won his power struggle. He got the coach that he won.
4: It's too bad Rashawn Gary resigned with uh, Green Bay. I would have taken him.
0: Um, Let's see. Alex, who's this? I don't know, somebody hasn't received their T-shirt from the trivia. <laughs> what? Yeah. Good Matt, job, Matt. Alex.
4: Matt is so mad. <laughs> from North Carolina. Yeah. Did you put postage on it, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Did you put it in a bag and address um, it correctly?
0: In the context of the post-Belichick era beginning, this is from Dan in Lynchburg, I put together a quick over-under game. uh. Number one, number of bro hugs in the Patriots war room visible on the TV broadcast during the draft. Oh no! Over under two and a half. Over. These are good. These are good. Dan. Dan.
3: Dan. Got our guy. Yeah. Yep. Over. Uh, Number
0: of long snappers whose average annual contract value will exceed Joe Cardona's in 2024. He's currently ranked third. (laughs) Over under two and a half. Under.
3: Those days under, are over. Under, I'm Those days are over. The long snapper market is exploding. Yeah.
0: And number of twenty twenty four undrafted UFL oh UFL wins a team would have with Bill as a head coach, Josh McDaniels as O C <laughs> and Jimmy G at quarterback. Each team plays ten games. So this is the new UFL
4: Spring League. Oh with Jimmy G? They probably do some damage. He has over under nine and a hay. Nine and a half. How many games do they play? Ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. Yeah.
3: The, the first question was a real good one. I I I swear, uh, I swear there's going to be a new sheriff in town. It's going to be different.
4: I would love to just see Bill coach high school football for the year and make a TV show about it. I think that that would just be hilarious. Like I mean and like the kind of like the comedy of it all of like all these kids like, "Bro." You know, and like Bill having a deal with like all of the Could kids being idiots. Can you imagine Bill
3: coaching TJ? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, that would be so funny! Bill,
4: I got that drizz, bro. <laughs> Look at that riz. And TJ has
3: uh, his little pancake thing. <laughs> Coach, did you see that? <laughs> oh I mean, God! I don't, I don't know if you're eating breakfast. Man. Why don't you to just block the no you know, phones. Know? But you know what? You know what? Belichick wouldn't
0: have to worry about parents. Oh God! Right? Can you imagine a parent complaining? You know, my kid doesn't play enough, or uh, you wouldn't have to worry about
3: that. You're a little bit removed from this. Yeah. He absolutely would deal with that. I feel like, I mean, can't you think play, they wouldn't
0: care that it's Bill Belichick? Absolutely <laughs> not.
3: He might not have to deal with, why did you run the ball? Because yeah. people would probably step back and say, Bill probably knows more about football but, than yeah. me. But if little Johnny's not playing... And he just lays
4: into Little Johnny. I mean, Little Johnny can't run. Yeah. I mean, he can't pass. If
3: can't Little Johnny's run. not playing and Little Johnny's dad thinks he should be, <laughs> right. he's telling Bill Belichick. I will guarantee you oh, that. Boy. Especially if it's that.
4: Nantucket, too. A lot of the Nantucket parents. Oh. The Nantucket yeah. parents. Oh. They're love they're, to they're it.
0: It. <laughs> uh, Tom in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> as I think about roster construction, there are so many ways to approach this thing. I'm fully aware that it's going to take two or three years to really be competing for championships. Besides quarterback, O-line, and wide receiver, how important do you see running back, tight end, the list of priorities? We just talked about that. Uh, Tight end is much higher up. Um, Running back Blake Corum from Michigan is someone who would be great as a mid-round pick, but I also understand you can solve the running back spots in lots of different ways.
3: I like Blake Corum. Yeah. And I think, you know, late day two, early day three, sure.
4: You probably just know off the top of your head, I was watching an Oregon kid running back. um, God. And he was, I forget his good. name, but he's I know who you're good, talking about. I think he's number seven, kid. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm blanking on his name right I, now. But th-
3: see, that's my problem is I watch guys, and then I forget their names. Yeah. And I just – because I don't – I mean, in fairness, I don't care that much. But there are guys that catch my eye, and I'm like, oh, I like that That, yeah. that skills that can translate.
4: Yeah, the UNH kid looked pretty good at the senior bowl. Oh, he's G G.R.D. G.R.D. Does he love know. him? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chad
3: in Atlanta. <coughs> so I've heard grumblings
0: one for you. that Ben McAdoo has a keen eye for quarterbacks. <laughs> not sure how true it yes, is, but it apparently is it's the, very true. Apparently, the Giants tried trading up for Mahomes via McAdoo's suggestion, and he also was on record saying he thought Josh Allen yes. was far and away the best quarterback yes. in his draft.
3: He thought the guy that went seventh should have gone one. Yes, so it did.
0: would seem his evaluation for quarterbacks is pretty, pretty. Yes, good. Very not good. sure how we would take that. Uh, Maybe with a grain of salt, but it does give me hope that they now have legit help in choosing the right guy at quarterback if he's in the draft.
4: I mean, I think they've got. I mean, I don't know what you know, Ben McAdoo's doing or you know, but I just I think they've got a lot of voices that will. Well, here's the thing. Chime in.
0: What what I want them to do? I'm I'm gonna make a suggestion and I'll I'll send it to football. Uh Right now, Ben McAdoo has to put who he thinks is good in an envelope. We'll seal we'll it up. We'll seal it up. Like a time capsule. And then we'll open it up next year because none of this 2020 hindsight stuff.
3: No, no. No, well, well I will say that I did a little research on some of that stuff. Yeah. And the. Uh, is it 17 Josh Allen draft? Was that 2017? Baker Mayfield number one overall? I believe. Okay, let's just say whatever that year was. The year that, that Mayfield went one. Josh Allen went seven. It was either 17 or 18. I think it was 17. Whatever. He was um, extensively quoted in a New York Post, I think, article in July. So the draft happened in April and in July. So this is before they've played. Yeah. And he said he had Josh Allen one, Lamar Jackson two, Baker Mayfield was six out of his quarterbacks. Now, he was wrong on Mayfield. but. The other two, he had mm-hmm. one, two, Josh Allen and Juan Jackson, and that was before they played, so that's not fraudulent. Mm-hmm. You know, it was after the draft, yeah, but it was before they had taken an NFL snap. So, just like you know, I mean, it as, as Fred likes to say, I'll give him his flowers. Yeah, yeah but like he, he, that absolutely was an accurate uh, thing. Now he had Mason Rudolph over Baker Mayfield, like that. Oh, that one probably didn't come out. <laughs> Josh Rosen, I think. Ugh. Uh, Jeff in Canada Oh yeah, we just
0: gloss over those I worry about the Kraft family exceptions I know they own this show and they've been amazing owners I'm just concerned that they'll want to get back to the playoffs ASAP which sounds good but I question if it really is the right plan One of the 16 teams in the AFC were in the bottom quarter We are not close to competing for a spot Oh, of the 16 teams, I'm sorry in the AFC We're in the bottom quarter We're not close to competing for a spot in the Super Bowl. Um, So my hope (laughs) hope is Wolf and Mayo don't reach and push for things. Be smart about it. Focus on being really competitive in the 2026 season. Oh, I don't uh, think you have to look at it that way. Anyway, if the quarterback is there, take him. But if he isn't, be comfortable trading back and getting a more sure thing. Don't sign any free agents over 28 years old because they're not going to be peaking when you're ready to compete in 2026. When does the panel honestly believe this team would be ready to compete to be the AFC representative for the Super Bowl?
4: Uh, when they have a quarterback that can compete with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, I think that's that's the waiting point, you know. And there's no easy way to get it. So everything Paul was saying about McAdoo having an eye for court, like yeah. it's great. I like, mean, like if somehow they but, got
0: Caleb Williams and everything that people on Paul's side yeah. of the street say are true about him, then they could compete next year. Yeah.
4: Well, and you I, know, and I think like I expect. Uh, for, I don't mean for 20, a title. Not yeah. I don't mean 2024. F- uh, I oh. mean 2025. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, I just, I think that they should be competitive. You know, like, I don't know if they're going to compete for titles, but they should be competitive. I don't think. By when? You know, by this year. I think no, they should no be way. competitive. Like, you know, 2021, I don't think was a great team. I thought that team was competitive. They had their holes, but, you know, if you can get a team that all plays kind of hard and you can, you know, win six, seven games at least if. Oh, okay. You know, that okay. kind of thing. I'm just saying competitive. No. You know, like, I, yeah, I mean, it's not like this then year. Then they were competitive last like, year. Ooh, like,
3: because. I mean, as much as I make fun Ish. of it, they did have a lot of close games.
4: Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't really feel they were all that competitive last year. I think. I mean, no. we watch the games.
3: I agree, but if we're just saying six or seven wins, yeah, yeah, you know, no,
4: almost Compe- double our up. Competitive means,
0: you know, at the last week of December, you're either in the playoffs or fighting for a spot, and you have a chance yeah. to win a game. But the is talking
3: about a lot more than that. The oh, emailers yeah. talking about com- competing yeah. for a title. Yeah. And I think there's a huge difference between 2021 Patriots to Mike's point that he just made in competing for a title. I
4: would agree. And I think that that, but you know, 2021 is the model for as we continue to t- stack talent and these guys develop, you know, it's not like we got a bunch of free agents and this might be the pinnacle of what this team looks like in this kind of, cause that's what it and, was. Right. Like, and I'll
3: tell you the big difference to me from 2021 to now is these teams are better. Like, you had two cupcakes over the Jets that you do mm-hmm. not have anymore. They, they are they're further in that rebuilding thing than you are. Now, again, are they competing for a title? Probably not, unless Aaron Rodgers comes back and is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, like they have because they have the same problem that you're going to have, and that's why like the whole idea of don't reach for the quarterback, just take a good player later. That's great. I, I would I would totally agree, but at some point, if you don't get the quarterback, it, it's not going to matter. You're going to be the Jets. Right. And again, we've gone over the picks that the Jets have made in the last three, four drafts. They've had some really high end hits. Yeah. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Quinn and Williams, Elijah Vera Tucker, Quinn and Williams. I mean, like, yeah. they have it's some amazing. really good players. And, and I, I even think um, is it Jermaine Johnson? Yeah. Pro Bowler, right? Yep. Now, like Pro Bowl, whatever. Ish. But he's yep. a pretty good player into the first round. No, they've got Tamara's guy. Like they, even they, Hall, you know, Bryce. Yeah. Hall. Oh, Brees Hall, another one. You know? right? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I like, but the they general, don't have a quarterback, yeah. so they're not a threat to do anything.
4: I just think if you don't get the quarter, if you don't get a quarterback in this draft, or at least you don't get one in the first two days, that you know, you like, otherwise, you're taking a flyer. It's like, at least I want to come out of this year feeling like the pieces are in place, and when you know we have a tackle now, we've got a good wide receiver. You know, we've got pop douglas and this other guy who are that's what i'm looking you know and for, you're Mike. like look the table is set i don't know when we know how they're going to do it next year but I, I like the general sentiment of the email and i think that's what goes into why we all kind of feel like if they had to the trade down you know messing around with some of the mock drafts it's it's amazing what you can do with an extra day two pick i mean just how much one extra pick in those two rounds how much flexibility it offers you than other than just having one, it's two, just three, in, in four. in that
3: league you can get good quickly it doesn't have to be three, four-year projects. You, you can get good quickly. You just have to be good. You uh, have to hit. good T- at the draft, I
0: mean. Tony from Hampton, Virginia. I have a worry about getting Green Bay's 2010 Islet to of Misfit Toys. Do we think getting this band back together is the right answer to build upon? Maybe the sum is greater than the individual parts. Why is Justin Fields talked about as a top 50, 50 trade prospect? I see him no different than Mac or Zach Wilson. You take away his running, and he's worse than those two. Legs go out after five to six years, so you, wouldn't, you shouldn't be building a team thinking he's always going to be a runner. I wouldn't give away more than a six-round pick for Fields. I guess this is a lot of propaganda by Chicago. Hmm.
3: I disagree. All now, I'm not telling you I would make a trade for Justin Fields, but um, he's a better passer than you're giving him credit for, even though he's a work in progress. He's far better than Zach Wilson and Mac Jones were last year. I'm not talking about all three years, but in 23, he was far better than those other two last year, both as a passer and a runner. Uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't seem to be slowing down, by the way, um, as a runner. Do you think?
4: No. and uh, I mean, mean, he's
3: about to win his second MVP tonight, right? Is that tonight? Tonight. uh, Tonight? uh, Yeah, and it's more about – it's more about being like Mahomes you know
4: <laughs> to me it's more about escaping and having like look when he needs oh, to go another he goes guy.
3: his legs don't seem yeah. to be giving out and he's and here's a guy who's dealt with a lot of injuries and and,
4: and, and never and never a guy that has an explosive burst but you know like you don't necessarily need to be Lamar fast to be an effective runner as a quarterback you, you know and even as you get older like it feels is just smart and can learn to pick his spots i mean i'm kind of generally the same i don't love reclamation projects but Certainly not in the first I'm you know, not making, first two rounds of the draft. I wouldn't trade those picks for Justin.
3: I'm not Fields. making a move for Justin Fields and then thinking, check, yeah, that's that's done. No, that's a roll of the dice. Like, can I maybe get a guy who's a little bit closer to being ready than someone I'm going to draft? Yeah. Like, if you had your choice between Jaden Daniels and Justin Fields, I would say the ceiling for Jaden Daniels is probably higher mm-hmm. because you haven't seen him play yet. Right, but the floor might be higher with Justin Fields because you have seen a he's, little bit, yeah. he's got three years of the stuff that he can't do mm-hmm. to fall back on. maybe he gets better and, and he starts at a higher level and maybe he can be good and then if Daniels doesn't work out, you have the better player. Yeah. but I agree with you if they want uh you know that draft pick because you're picking so high in the round, I'm not interested in probably the second round either. It would be a third rounder for me, me too but. I, I certainly don't think. Do you think, Fred, like if you had Justin Fields, like that solves your quarterback issue? Um, it could. Yeah, but do you feel like it did? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I honestly, yeah. I don't I'm know. with you.
0: I think I this, there's, a, there's a lot of unknown there. I don't know. Um, Arthur's in New York. What's up, Arthur?
5: Hey, how's it going, guys? I wanted to go back to something Fred was uh, – sorry, Paul was talking about earlier about the uh, offensive lineman and potentially locking down a tackle in the draft. Um, but I just think that it's kind of like a notion that if you take a tackle early, he's a lock to be a stud. Nope. Like if you take, I
7: never said
3: that.
5: like I'm not no, I'm not saying you. Know, I'm saying in general, like this there's, there's like yeah. oh, let's just take Joe Walt, We know he's going to be good.
3: Yeah. But I, I do not I subscribe about, to that theory.
5: Yeah, but but like when I think about like these tackles going super high in the draft, I remember the 2013 draft with Eric Fisher and Luke Jokel. Yeah, and, one and two. We're fighting over you know who's going to go higher there. So I think really. There's no safe pick whether it's receiver or a tight end, so I think you've got to go after the quarterback. And I've called in before talking about how much I love Jaden Daniels, but I wanted to drop a couple stats um, to show how explosive he truly is. Uh, can
3: you can season, you can you do me a favor yeah. and not do that? Yeah, we
0: got we we have other calls to do, but you Arthur, you have been very good. making yeah, and at I, making before your case you hang up on Daniels. him, I would
3: just say like I, I'm going to play the same the same thing. Like I don't understand because. There's no guarantees you got to take the quarterback? No, which one do you think is the best guarantee? Yeah. Like We're I don't I don't want to just take quarterback because tackles bust too. I want to take a quarterback oh. if I think the quarterback is good. Well, who's the best guy on the board? And if you, they, yeah. if they think of Daniels the way Arthur thinks of Daniels, I want them to take Daniels. If that's how they feel about Jaden Daniels, then take him. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, thanks Arthur. Um, but I don't need he, stats in college yeah. like to tell me the guy's good. Right, I know he's good. Right, he Arthur, won the Heisman. Arthur, I know he's great. Arthur, I don't know if he's Jaden Daniels' Asian, or, but he should be. I mean, seriously, um, like, he just won the Heisman Trophy. He just had a phenomenal season. He had like 600 yards in one of the games. We know he was very productive in college. We, I think we all know that. Matt's in Virginia Beach. What's up, What's up Matt?
1: Hey, how's everybody doing today? Good. Good. Uh, I just had a quick question. Um, we've been talking a lot about offense. I'd like to shift gears to defense and uh, just ask you guys: um, if a guy like Chase Young, uh, if he were to make it to free agency, how willing would you be to, to take a look at him and bring him in? Uh, you, know, you know, on a one-year prove-it deal or uh, or in a longer-term nah.
0: contract? I think the to me the thought of Chase Young is better than the player. Like he makes plays.
3: You know, I'm just but, curious why why nah. That should be a guy that you're interested in. I don't think he's consistent. He's a prime of his career. Uh, guy. Yeah.
4: I, I, don't I, I was doing some research on him, and a lot of what I've read have kind of backed up the things that we heard of kind of play when he wants to play yep. and one of those kind of guys. So those things are a little scary to me. Do
3: you think he's as good as people think? Um, I think when he wants to be. Yeah. I,
4: I mean, I if he that's is, a good then I would put take it. it. But I don't know. I just, again, trying to rebuild culture, trying to, you know, bring in guys that are on the uptick. Um, I would never, you know, shoot down a, a flyer on a guy like that, but to give him a big thing of money and, you know, I, I'd rather go that kind of like greener direction of, you know, somebody who's a little bit more of an all-around player. Yeah. And, now, if
3: you don't, you, you don't like the player, I yeah. totally, yeah, I totally respect. I, I, would, I respect that. I would
0: take him, but like th- to make him, um, you know, the big free agent priority, no.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. you don't think he's that good.
0: I don't think he's worth the money. No. Nope.
3: No. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with either one of you. Uh, honestly, I'm letting you guys fight that one out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I've seen in San Francisco that sort of taking plays off kind of thing, yeah. where you don't notice him for a quarter, and then all of a sudden he's all over yeah, the place.
4: Yeah, wasn't that what yeah. the Washington guy said to us? Thanks, when we had him? Yeah, on but the, I like I don't
3: I don't show. hold the Washington thing against him because that yeah, he wanted Washington. to get out of there. Right. Yeah. Right now he's playing for a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like if he's not motivated now, as he's like one game away from being a free agent trying to win a Super Bowl, yeah. he ain't ever going to be motivated. All right, so speaking in that regard, I agree with you guys. Speaking
0: of Super Bowl, I know we have more calls. Uh, maybe we'll get to them if we finish up here. But we do need to get to the big game.
3: We really need 15 minutes for that, huh? We might. Minutes. We'll see. Can we we'll say see. Super Bowl on First, the
0: we have to um, go over <clears throat> what the standings are going into <laughs> the big game.
3: Uh, okay. So last week, uh, we all went one and one. I, I think I – Read these yeah, off um, um, before uh, with the spread. Evan went two and zero, oh, and then the rest of us were one and one. So the totals for the playoffs are Fred eight and four. I'm sorry, Fred ten and two. Yeah, thank you. Oof. Paul and Evan eight and four. Mike seven and five. Alex six and six.
0: So I've won the playoffs. That
3: straight is straight over. That straight is up. correct. Over. You have up. clinched it.
0: Unless we want to... You know, give more weight to this game, like it's double or nothing or something. Anyway, with
3: the spread, time. Fred also leads, but he can he can be caught depending on. I think I just using my deductive reasoning. I think I'll have a chance to catch him. Fred is eight and four. Paul and Evan are seven and five. Mike and Alex have been eliminated, four and eight. At yeah. no point did that make any sense. So now you're
0: just playing for. Pride. We're all dumber from having heard that.
3: <laughs> okay. Hey. May God have mercy on your soul.
0: All right, so now the Super Bowl, Sunday at 6.30 on CBS, CBS. Nickelodeon,
3: Paramount Plus, plus and Univision. Get a plus it up. Oh. Deportes? So the
0: the Various ways to watch. Uh, the 12-5 49ers are the visiting team against the 11-6 and 6 Chiefs. Uh,
3: the Noiners
0: are favored by two. Two and the Chiefs are taking this personally. Why? Because they what they think, think it's disrespectful. Oh, the think. Chiefs? No, I thought the Chiefs are favorite. No, 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 they're the not. Niners are favorite. Niners are favorite, but the Chiefs are upset because oh. they
3: feel they're disrespected. I think Fred should win this because evidently he's the only one paying attention to anything going on <laughs> <laughs> with I, this game.
4: I, I kind of haven't either. Um it's hard to pick against patrick mahomes that's that's the hardest thing right now i think everybody is now just like kind of accepting that he's really good and that he can single-handedly you know win win games with them
3: not not Um, patriots fans but
4: not patriots fans um but i am i'm going to go with san francisco in this game just because and and part of this i'm going to tie it back to the uh, 03 podcast um you know brewski talked a lot about learning how hard it is to play defense in the super bowl and what a grind it is and I just think over the course of a 60 minute game that is spread out over close to four hours, probably San Francisco's weapons are just going to be too much, you know, that, that they're going to get going. They're going to be the ones with the gas at the end. And I think you got to respect the Chiefs. But I think that in the end, the just the overall amount of weaponry that the, the 49ers have is, is going to be the difference. So I'm going to take the 49ers uh, to win this game. Um, I do think it will be close, um, but I'm going to say San Francisco 24, Kansas City,
3: Eighteen. Eighteen. Do you have any picks right. from Alex or Evan? I do. Evan actually.
4: Okay. Chiming in. This is from Evan directly. I'm picking the Niners. BT Dub for my guy Kyle.
3: <laughs> so I don't even know what that means.
1: Kyle Kyle Shanahan fraud
3: offense. What's the BT Dub by the way? way. Oh BT Jesus dubs, Fred. BT Dubs. Oh. Is this the man.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't know if it was like Buffalo Wild Wings. I was
4: speaking slang, you know. <laughs> Get
3: that Riz. <laughs> 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 because I'm <the> Buffalo Wings. <laughs> 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 uh, so you have nothing from Alex? Uh, nada.
4: Okay. Wow, she's uh, just given up. She's Check eliminated everything. Yeah, that's, that's poor to me. She sh- okay. Exactly. That's she's showing her true colors. Finish the race. She's South Beach, Alex. Finish race the now. race. <laughs> Is she
3: in South Beach? <laughs> uh,
4: I think she's in Miami. Yeah, oh, nice. Good for girl. her.
3: Um, Finish the race. So I am taking Kansas City um, because I hate. Patriots fans,
0: and that will make them upset.
3: (laughs) It is kind of because of hatred, but you have the wrong hatred. Oh. Kyle Shanahan. You hate Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, I just think that he is such a pompous douche. flat brimmed guy. I agree with something Mike said. I think it's awfully hard for me to sit back and think of Patrick Mahomes as an underdog and bet against him. And I think the Chiefs have sort of gotten something going offensively. I think the Niners have not looked good in the postseason. So it's not just a, a hope pick. Mm-hmm. I think the Niners really played with a lot of fire in their their two playoff wins. And I think against Kansas City, if they build that kind of a hole for themselves, they will not climb out of it. So I, I think it will be a little bit higher scoring. I think both defenses are, are okay, but not great. Uh, and I do think the weapons on San Francisco are great, and I think Patrick Mahomes is great. So I'm going to take the Chiefs 31-27. Okay. That's
0: a good one. Um. This is a. I, this uh, has the makings of a really good game, Should. like whether or not you're just like into the flash or into the substance of football. I think you, everyone's going to be pleased by this game. There's a lot of things we know. We know Mahomes is a winner. We know he's going to play his best. You know, and he's Patrick Mahomes. We know that the Chiefs have also had trouble. But he's
3: 0-2 against Brady uh, in we, the playoffs. We know they, What does that have to do with anything?
0: We know well, he's that, not a winner. But I mean, also, how do you
3: call him a winner, Fred? Okay
0: but we also know that the chiefs have been you know struggling scoring points that's a fact that's a fact but we also know that the chiefs defense has played well enough to you know keep them in games and mahomes always does enough when it matters most so we know that on the other side of the ball we know that the 49ers have a collection of talent on offense that i we haven't seen in a long time you know maybe miami is a little bit comparable but yeah. i mean Patriots. just in you know, so th- that's huge for them and their defense is okay it's not great the one thing we don't know in this game is how Purdy's going to be because he's never been there before and to me that's the key I, you know, what can Kansas City's defense do to force Purdy to be the guy because that's what I would be aiming to do take McCaffrey out as much as we can make him throw the ball get after him put him under pressure sh- rattle him early so that's the key so you would say, okay, so you're picking the Kansas City Chiefs. No chance. The problem is I think I think the 49ers have so much talent, and Shanahan is a good enough offensive mind that he's going to be able to adjust, just like he did against the Ravens. That second half, they kind of ran away with it, even though in the first half they struggled. Um, I think they, they they have so many answers to whatever Kansas City will throw at them. Um, the question is, can Purdy execute in this game in the biggest of stages. It, that's the question. So if you don't think he can, you're picking the Chiefs. I think he'll do enough to be able to, you know, with his cast of characters, I think he'll end up winning 31-24. It's going to be Purdy. 49ers.
3: Purdy. 49.
4: Purdy. Purdy comes through, sorry Evan.
3: I thought I would have a chance. I did. I thought I would have a chance if I was right and he was wrong that I could catch him. Yeah, and I I do. Yeah, so I gave you a uh, chance. But Paul. but what are you like I, I your reasoning? <laughs> the things lost we know,
4: what well, we don't know. Yeah. no, there's one thing we don't know. What is, is Brock Purdy? The yeah. the
3: figuring it out and changing in the Ravens. Like I, you were talking about the Niners, oh. and then you were talking about the. Oh, what do we got? And look who is charging oh, in? Not not the, Alex. Whoever they played.
4: Whoever the uh, 49ers played. Miss Alexandra Francisco, she weighs weighs in with a Chiefs upset, thirty-five to twenty-eight. Swifty's overwhelm NFL buying Super Bowl merch.
0: 35-28. Okay. Okay. Good
4: job, Alex.
0: Yeah. No, I meant whoever Forty-Nine has played in the NFC game. The second half, they just kind of like So did, did if, if, they adjusted and they ran away with yeah. it.
3: First of all, yeah, they won by a field goal. Yeah. Second of all. The offense was basically consisting of a ball off a guy's face for 51 yards and then a fumble inside the 20.
4: <laughs> like and scrambles.
3: And I don't know how the Ravens got into it, but I think he misspoke on the Ravens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I just <laughs> I, the, I think <laughs> I think the, the 49ers
0: have they just have so many answers I know, to whatever you throw at them and, and Shanahan knows how to use it. It's them.
3: really not well, what? What? Are oh, we got time?
0: Like,
4: now that yeah,
3: go ahead. It's a good offense. There's a lot of teams that have a lot of weapons. You're just not used to seeing them because we get stuck with watching a team that doesn't have any. Oh, Paul, oh, come on, oh, come. Wait, well, you don't you That's don't think crazy. like just as, as a as a point of comparison, you don't think the Eagles have a comparable amount of weapons to San Francisco? A couple. No, you don't think AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard are, are similar to Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle? Uh, and throwing Christian McCaffrey. Don't forget him. And DeAndre Swift isn't as good as McCaffrey. Mm. Not even close. But but in that realm, in Jalen Hurts is nine thousand times better yeah. than Brock Purdy. Uh, like that's the biggest gap out of all of those players. Yeah, I, I so like I think there are teams that have good weapons.
4: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I just no, like, I, we're, we're talking I, about I think, San Francisco, yeah. like
3: they're the 7 yeah, pass. Yeah. You know, the, like this is this and, unstoppable thing and, yeah. that can't be slowed. And the versa- I saw
0: them get slowed a lot this year. The versatility mm-hmm. of Debo Samuel and McCaffrey, both in the run game and the passing game. You know, it's just they're good. They're it's really, a good offense. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Thank you. There are other good offenses, too.
0: Okay, but they're not in the
4: Super Bowl. No, but I'm just... We're only like, dealing with the 49ers right you're talking right now. about
3: the Niners like it's, it's this unstoppable force. Yeah. yeah. They've been stopped. They, they were stopped by stopped. Green Bay.
4: They yeah. have been stopped. Two but, weeks ago. But, go back to my point of just... I think they, they just have so many pieces that can score quick, you know? And that's yeah. what I feel like is going to happen near the end of the game when it's so hard for any defense to get a stop that all of a sudden it's now McCaffrey for 20, you know, and then Debo on an end around for 15, you know, like those kind of things. And that's the other... It now, might not happen, but... But, but here's, the, you know,
0: here's the thing I'd give you Kansas City. They've got that experience. A lot of teams that get to the Super Bowl, they're adrenaline, you know, they're all, you know, ready to go first half, and then second half, you see a lot of points because the defenses are just tired. That's, yeah?
3: that's Tom Brady's thing. You know, yeah. they're He's just tired. He's talked about that a lot. Yeah.
0: But I think Kansas City knows that they know how to handle themselves in the Super Bowl they, they've got that experience, and it's very much like the Patriots you know yeah. the Patriots leaned on that experience uh, toward you know the second half of the dynasty because they knew what to expect yeah. they knew the difference between the first half and the second half and I do think that's,
3: that's huge to Freddie's point, I do think that if, if the chiefs are going to win they're going to need to get out to a lead and then hold on because I think if they' get in a shootout and it goes back and forth. I think San Francisco's offense is better. I do agree with Freddie that San Francisco has more options offensively. But
0: here's the thing that would worry me, even in a shootout late. Purdy, like, he's going to make that mistake. And Mahomes isn't probably. But I
3: feel like Mahomes needs to put an amount of points on the board that San Francisco can't get to because of Purdy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're able to play the game on their terms and be balanced and go back and forth, I think San Francisco will be fine offensively. I think the Chiefs are going to slow them down early and get a lead
4: yeah and then it, and then it's like do you really trust Brock Purdy to be able to have the Brady last minute drive you know right. Mahomes we well, know would, he would do I that. I wouldn't in feel great about
3: that but I also wouldn't feel great like you know a lot as bad as like that throw that Garoppolo couldn't make when mm-hmm. they played Kansas City mm-hmm. the last time I don't have a lot of fit unless it goes off of the defensive back's face again <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't I, I didn't see much from Purdy in these two games and I've been a big Purdy defender yeah. to Evan right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm trying to be fair I I've kind of been wrong.
0: Well, I think he bailed himself out with his legs, which was kind of a pleasant Couple surprise times. for some he people. He did. He moves He yeah. moves yeah. well. And yeah.
3: he did make some plays with his legs yep. when he had to. But he, he, he hasn't been good in the games. He's been good when he's had to be.
2: Yeah, and, that's good you know,
3: obviously yeah. you'll take that. <laughs> if you have those options, a really yeah. good game or not coming through in the clutch or so-so during the game but coming through in the clutch, I think would all take the but, lap. But yeah. all the people that are like, how can you bet against the Chiefs?
0: They're right. I mean, I know. I, I, you know, that experience in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I think, gives them, yeah. you know, a, a, no, a, a good one. Yeah. I think it
3: should be a good matchup. I think the Niners have been the best team all year over the balance of the 17 games. They were the best team, but doesn't matter who's the best team on Sunday. Yeah,
0: so I'm excited. I, I can't wait. Yeah. You know, uh, I won't be having the big. You know, gala that uh, Paul will be just be me and my wife, little, little low, little yeah. low key. and the dog. Yeah, let's you know. be me and my it's cream a, uh, yeah. It's a
3: small G gala this year.
0: <laughs> um. But DraftKings will be hot. The, they should have Scor- record scorcher record scorcher uh, revenue on that day. Whether you're in the game or betting on the game, you'll need a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the New England Patriots, provides you with everything you need to build your personal betting game plan. So you can get in on all the action with practicing safe bets, visit DraftKings.com/responsible-gaming to learn more about all the safe betting tools DraftKings has to offer. Hope is here. It's it's here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelpline.ma.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSense.ma.com. Physically President, Massachusetts. See DraftKings.com/responsible-gaming for details and state-specific, responsible gambling resources. So I know we're not allowed to gamble, right? right? But if we didn't work, would you be gambling? Would you, on you this know, game? go yeah. on one of these apps and, and put some money down Maybe. just for the fun
3: of it? Maybe just I, on
4: some of the stupid props stuff. I would, just I would to, like to. I yeah. think I would. Especially that. Just yeah. to make it more yeah. interesting. First score. Yeah. And, you know, just You're the not paying for
0: stuff. a ticket, so yeah. put some money on the game. Yeah. You know? Sure. Make yeah. a little more. little interesting. But we're not allowed to, and we will not do that. Sure will. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Everybody enjoy the game this weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday to talk about it. Thank you for downloading this podcast.
1: Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.
2: The world's original
5: podcast. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store, and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan, and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.